This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Uh, yeah, mic check, one, two, one, two, on mute number two. Mic check. Number four. Uh-oh. Yo. Uh-oh, mic check. Is niggas back in the building, Hold though? on, man. I know that ain't me sounding like me. Is niggas back in the I building? I know I don't hear me. Uh-oh. Is, is niggas back Uh-oh. in the building? Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Drop on the cruise bars, but niggas back up in the building? I mean, I mean, look, they about to catch a lot of coughs. You know what I mean? A lot of heavy right. breathing. A lot of asthma. A lot of inhaler. Hey, oh, if, you, if you hear a cough, you gonna hey. <laughs> When you hear that cough, turn it off. <laughs> hey, man. Um, we in the fucking building, dog. We might check in. I ain't mic checked in almost three weeks, nigga. Yeah, man, it feel weird. This man. shit is, hey, I don't, I don't even know how to get started. I don't know what episode we on. I don't know what we finna talk about. I got about an hour and a half for you niggas max. Then I gotta go get fucked back in bed. But um, yeah, man, we here, we here. Jay stealing niggas equipment. <laughs> Yo, man, shout out to uh, CM Prey. Um, the best tequila in the world. Facts. You know what I'm saying just got that nice little shipment in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only thing. That you're going to hear me talk about, because uh, that is the official tequila of Shop Talk Podcast Facts. Studio. Siempre, what up? Um, that's the official tequila of This Week in Culture. Facts. Uh, the official tequila of Shop Talk Podcast. You feel me? Shout out to Siempre. All right, man. I think I know the vibe I'm in right now. Let's see what's going down. You know, you got this fantasy in your head about getting out of the life and Setting the corporate world on its ear. What the fuck you gonna do except hustle? Banging nigga, your hooks did it. Your lyrics didn't, your gangster look did it. So I would write it if y'all could get it. Being intricate against you wood critics on the internet, they like you should spit it. I'm like, you should buy it, nigga. That's good business. Forget the scrap shit, I need a new hustle. A little bit of everything in North These niggas are medley right now. We man. Waited, I'm, we I'm kinda, you know, I'm kinda in that. Huh. Huh. 
niggas won't hold me back. These 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 hoes won't hold me back. These hoes won't hold me back. These niggas won't hold me back. These niggas won't hold me back. I look in my fridge. My shit looking scarce. I got a few kids. We need The wildest part is my fridge really is looking scarce. <laughs> hey, man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 161. I am your host, alive and barely well, but I'm in this bitch, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. COVID can't kill me, a.k.a. the police can't kill me, a.k.a. the fucking government can't kill me, a.k.a. Alton can't kill me, a.k.a. Hey, Teddy can't kill me. Nigga, we in here, and if you feel me, man, you feel me, man. And I got my dog with me, my brother. Hell shit down all the way around. Jay, what up? Man, what's popping? Uh, man, I'm glad to be back in the studio. Glad to have you back in this. Man. Glad to see you in the flesh, man. man. It's really a blessing, this man. Shit, really, dog. really, really, dog. Man, we gonna get into all of that, man. Um, As I said at the top part of the podcast, I got... I don't know how much breath for you niggas, but I'm gonna give y'all what I got. We gonna go through a lot of shit. This is a round robin episode, cause goddamn, in the last three weeks, a lot didn't happen, boy. Man, a lot happened, man. Shit. Listen, man. Shit. I will say this, dog. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I look at the numbers every once in a while, mm-hmm. but that's never been my focus with the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Facts. We do this for the love. Uh, we do it for the love. That's and it. Shit. But like, I know niggas be listening. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I haven't. Actually, just been looking specifically at the numbers for these uh, these snowfall episodes, yeah. and um, yo, it's a lot of people listening. Yeah, man. And I yeah. didn't, I didn't start looking until like, you know, we we been gone for you know three True. weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, um, we had to put the show on pause. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, a lot of people reached out and yeah. showed love, and yeah, this man. was like, yo. Yo, what a what a what a pod at? Yeah, because like, everybody don't follow on socials and fact. all these yeah. different things, and um, there weren't as many <clears> listenings <throat> to. They probably seen that the messages I put in like two minutes. I'm not listening. Yeah, to yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> they so knew it was some shit. Not even a quarter of the people who would normally listen. Yeah, listen to that message. Yeah. So people hit up like, yo, yo, what's up? What's man? good? What's going on, man? But man, um, obviously, got to start off with thanking the listeners, man. Uh. Everybody who been, you know, the day ones and all that, we love y'all, man. The day twos, the day 500s, we on episode 161, so we got a lot of folks who came in recently. This current season of Snowfall, they picked up on us. Uh, I know some folks who picked up on us when we was doing the shy and insecure. However long you've been around, man, I just want to say thank you for reaching out. Even if you wasn't reaching out to see, like, what was up with me, if you was just like, where the fuck's the Snowfall pot? Nigga, <laughs> like, we appreciate that, man. Um... For those who don't know, uh, COVID hit your boy severely. Um, spent a spent a couple weeks in the hospital. I mean, you probably could, could could hear a little bit of my breath, man. I'm I'm winded, doing pretty much nothing, but um, I'm here, man. Uh, it's really a blessing to be alive, dog. Like that that was the scariest shit I ever been through, man. Like trying to um to explain to people exactly what I was dealing with is difficult dog because if if you ain't went through it it's kind of like everything you ever heard about drowning 
that's what that felt like, nigga. Ugh. Like trying to inhale and not get no oxygen. Like you literally telling your body, do what you've been doing from day one, nigga. <laughs> like yo, yo first day on earth, you just inhaling, exhaling, dog, and you can't. And nigga, that feeling sets off a whole nother like set of alarms in your body, man. And um, in addition to all the lung related shit that I had going on, man, my shit, my organs started feeling, dog. My kidneys got wild. I was pissing blood for three days straight, man. Like, nigga. Headaches. I'm still suffering from uh from migraines. Still suffering from chills. Still suffering. I got a chronic cough now. Just was telling Jay I got asthma now. Like who the fuck lead a pod and come back with asthma, <laughs> nigga? Like I'm over here rocking the inhaler right now, man. Um, scariest shit I've ever been through, dog. And then uh today, what makes today really special? I finally, for the first time in the last 22 days, got um a negative COVID test. And was able to come up out the dungeon, dog. I haven't seen anybody other than nurses. And my girl pulled up on me to drop some stuff off. Couldn't, you know, couldn't hug her. Couldn't do none of that. My mom doing what she can. I ain't I ain't seen my pops in three yeah. weeks, dog. Like, no, it's tough, man. You're really nigga, close with your peeps. You know what the, I'm saying? This shit, it tears your mental up, man. Like, so when I, literally, I woke up, Um, I took the COVID test. And uh, when I woke up this morning... I usually wake up around like 5 a.m., coughing pretty bad. Woke up this morning, coughing, couldn't go back to sleep, checked my email, saw the results. Now, I just tested negative or positive Friday. So I'm like, you know, I ain't really that, like, excited about looking. So I'm like, right. this shit keeps saying positive. Fam, when I clicked that shit and saw negative, dog, tears, bro, tears. I can only imagine, Because, and the fact that then I looked at the weather and it said it was going to be 81 on the day that I could go outside. <laughs> did you, did you, did you, did you turn on the Doughboys? I mean. You know what I'm saying? I think. I mean. Like, the weather, man. I mean. almost a good ass day. You almost threw some fucking Pirellis on my truck real quick just to go get outside. But, um, nah, man, it, it just, it felt good just to step up out my fucking crib and uh, put on some clothes. I ain't, you know, and, and just. See life, man. Um, this this was a very, to say the least, life changing experience. And uh, like I said, I'm still dealing with a lot of post COVID conditions, but just a blessing, dog, to to even be back in the studio to be talking to the audience. Um, I I seen a few people. So this is the wild part about potting, right? So some people listen to the pod, but we don't know them at all. Yeah, we don't even know that they listen to the pod. Thanks. So I had a few people hit me, and you know how on the gram, y'all don't follow each other, whatever. Yeah. It'll go to you, whatever that little section is. And people was hitting me like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, where you at? Where the pot at? And I'm just like, who the fuck is this? And yeah. then I'm, I'm going to the pod. I don't see that they follow the pod. So I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck this is, so I ain't answering. Shout out to them people, though, because once I actually opened the messages and really read them, I was like, oh, y'all, listen, listen. Like, it was yeah. folks who was really like, Man, we've been talking about you on our pod. Like, we praying for you over. And I'm like, damn, dog. I, it's a lot of love in these streets for the podcast, man. It I'm really going to just say is, that, man. Bro. And um, it's just interesting. You never, it's just interesting because um, no one ever does the same thing. No. You no. may be an avid listener. I'm never following the This Week in Culture page. I'm only going to follow y'all yeah. personal page. Yeah, yeah. Or your, your individual here, here, because we care about. It's hard people getting people to follow the business page per se. Oh my gosh! Um, I wish I didn't have a personal page, 
but <laughs> man, they gonna follow that one no matter what. And, that's and it's what love it is. though. That's not yeah. even like a knock or a bad thing. Like it's it's actual love. Yeah. Um, I felt a lot of uh, I felt a lot of love for you. Shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm, everybody, of course, hit me up to, yeah. to find out like, yo, what's up with what's that? going down? You know yeah. What I'm saying I don't want to bother him. You know what I'm saying? You talk to him. What's yeah. going on? And and it's it's weird too, man. Um, I learned a lot over these last few weeks about uh gratification but also about like there's some fucking weirdos in these streets nigga. I'm, I'm about to keep it a whole hundred dog no we here today buddy no it's some fucking real life weirdos out here man i seen niggas i'm not lying jay i seen niggas updating online like on their personal socials yo just talk to the guy and whoop, 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 like gave a whole thing nigga i never even talked to them people and I t- this happened with like four different people who i had to personally hit up and say take that down you ain't talk to me. You literally didn't talk to me, That's nigga. Wow. Like Nick, literally, dog. And and I hope that this one nigga listening, because this was the one that bothered me the most. Nigga said I was on a ventilator. I wasn't on a ventilator. I was dealing with a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't dead though. These niggas had me on the fucking respirator. They had me on a the ventilator. They had me dead. I had niggas hitting me like, "Yo, heard you in a coma." Like, bro, <laughs> yeah, they, I'm gonna wake up and text you. Yeah, back. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, dog. Then I got niggas cussing me out. Why you ain't hit me? What the fuck was you gonna do? You was gonna resolve COVID for me, nigga? You ain't did it in a year, but now that I got it, I should have hit you because you could have got me to get. Man, there's some weirdos out in these streets. I'm gonna tell you now. I've been getting cussed out. Like nigga checking DMs, dog. Oh, I can't believe you wouldn't let me know what was going on. Like, so, 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 nigga. so you know what's interesting? Um, so when you did let uh people know, cause it wasn't my business to tell nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, um, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people weren't happy about that either. Um, but like, yeah, I, I'm like, if somebody don't, something you just know is private. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Knowing the person, I'm like, yo, I'm not about to. I'm not. He clearly ain't said nothing, so yeah. I'm not about to say something. And uh, but so when you did make a post, yeah, um, niggas ain't read that post. No, not at all. Like not at all. They looked at the post. They saw you and your grandmother. Yep. They liked, dropped a heart or emoji or something. And they went on and to make. Yep. That's really what sometimes what bothers me because, and it's not intentional. No, not at all. But that's like the fake love. Yeah. Like a lot I'm, of that. I'm gonna I'm going to drop the emoji in the heart yeah. as if I read and like yeah. I feel you. You didn't. Because I, I talk to people who I saw like it and uh-huh. comment and they be like, yo, what's up? Like you didn't see the nigga said he the, fighting for yeah. his life. Like and and you know what's funny about that too. So I wasn't, you know me, I'm a private nigga. I wasn't gonna post shit about my health condition. Literally the only reason I posted anything was because we came up on a year for my grandma's passing from COVID and it was just the, the, the cruel irony of me being in the hospital a year later with it fighting for my life. It was like, damn dog, this is cause I ain't gonna lie, man. Leading up to the day that she passed, I had anxiety for weeks. Cause I'm just like, yo, this, this my grandmother. I was close as fuck to my grandma. Like I was already concerned about that. And then five days ahead of it, I'm down, nigga, <laughs> and it's like, oh, I, I went from down a little bit at the crib to passed out, woke up at the hospital in ER, man, like, yeah. and it, it was just, it was that fast, and um, it was, it was, it was, it, it definitely had to be fast, yeah. f- f- coming because you actually lived it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you text me like that Saturday mm-hmm. or that Sunday, 
night, like, yo, I think we might have to push the pie back. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I'll get my, I guess my test back on Wednesday. Yeah. Like, everything will be, be cool. Right. Yep. Somebody hit me up Monday morning was like, yo, your aunt is in the hospital with COVID. I'm like, no, nigga. He said he's getting Just a, talk to the nigga. I'm literally, yeah. that's what I said. I just talked to the nigga. He said he's going to get a test tomorrow. Yeah. Like, relax, nigga. Um, because you never want the yeah. wrong or yeah. that. And then by the hour later, you hit me up like, yo. I'm nigga. like, shit. I'm in here. Because then. <laughs> nigga. It, it was. So real quick, man, and, and and we can we can move forward, but literally my breakdown went from well, we record Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday I go to the gym, meet up with my trainer. I was kind of winded Thursday. I ain't gonna lie. Like I ain't do nothing crazy, but she was like, yo, after this second round, she was like, let's just go ahead and wrap up because you look like you ain't got it in you. And I'm like, all right, you know, I ain't I ain't no quitter ass nigga, but fuck it. We going after two rounds, we done. And um I'm thinking, you know, hey, we record the pod on Wednesday night. We there late. We there. I'm just tired, bro. Nigga, by Friday, couldn't keep my eyes open. Ordered food. Food got there. I wasted like three different meals, nigga. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner between Friday and Saturday afternoon. Food was sitting there. Couldn't even eat. I couldn't, like, stay woke, nigga. I'm breathing short. I'm doing all this wild shit. And you know me, nigga. I don't sleep. So I'm like, how the fuck? I probably slept. In two days, I might have slept 34 hours from Friday to Saturday. And then, nigga, by Sunday, temperatures was 104. Um, my heart rate was spiked. My blood pressure was spiked. Couldn't sit up. Didn't have no energy, man. And like I said, I woke up and I was getting wheeled out at the ER. That's just how that happened. And it was an hour after I text Jay and told him, hey, man, I'm, I ain't feeling that great. I'm going to take this COVID test in the morning, nigga. Nah. And, um, yeah, man, then fucking... Damn it! Twenty one days of isolation later. Um, that's the that's the wildest part too is not being able to connect with nobody, man. Yeah. Like it, I I got PTSD from a lot of that shit. Like when you sitting in that dark ass hospital room, because the migraines I got was so bad I couldn't keep the lights on. I had to keep the curtains closed. So when you sitting in that room all day, and the only interaction you getting is just. Every two, three hours, bam, a nurse bus in there. Bam, a doctor bus in there. Bam, here come the nigga to come clean you up, empty your urinal, whatever, whatever. And that was it, dog. And, like, motherfuckers text you and they, they hitting you. This is the other thing, too, man. Like, when you the sick person, I get where we at in life where it's you natural. You want to hit your people up, make sure they good. But remember to extend people grace to get back to you, man, because... Nigga, I ain't the spokesperson for the COVID. You know what I'm saying? I ain't my own PR rep. So it was a lot of people hitting me like, you good, you good, you good, you good. And it was just like, damn, like, let me get back to you before you get back to me. And it ain't out of, like, I don't appreciate the love, but it's just like, I don't, I can't deal with the pressure yeah. right now trying to hit back literally hundreds of people every day for three weeks straight. It's just, it was a lot, man. But, um. I'm thankful to be here, bro, and that's that's the bottom line. Thankful for everybody who did hit me up, even the weirdos, um, the genuine folks, the folks who really prayed for you, um, or for me, the folks who really just had the pod in mind when they was like, yo, take y'all time. Because <laughs> a few people hit me like, nigga, don't worry about that pod shit. Do what y'all got to do. Take y'all time. And that was the thing, man. I, um, I even told Jay, like, I ain't want to come back up here, one, without – being negative that was first and foremost um gotta make sure because it's his business so i'm not finna ruin shit for everybody else who comes in into this pod but two 
Nigga, I want to be able to come up here and give y'all the same type of quality and the same level of conversation that me and him always would. And I knew that, you know, even beyond me explaining what happened, that I was still going to have to be able to get behind this mic and have a conversation, man. So I'm glad that I'm able to do it, even uh, even still a little impaired, but happy to be back, man. Thankful for all the listeners, all the supporters, all the prayers, everybody who's been rocking with us, yo. We really appreciate y'all. I know y'all hated that we missed them last two episodes of Snowfall. I hated that we missed it. Man, Man, the timing was like, you know what fucked me up? It was one of them nights I was in the hospital, dog. I said, yo, me and this nigga have literally put in so much work. Blood, sweat, and tears with Snowfall this season, dog. Like, them late nights, y'all don't understand how much them late nights was tearing me and this nigga Jay up, dog. And... To get to them final two weeks and have to deal with this shit, man, that I was able to avoid for a whole year, I was distraught, bro. I can't lie. I was happy that I had FX in the spittle, though. I watched it. We definitely going to talk about it. We got a couple voice notes I've seen in the Gmail. We got a Blackberry letter I want to read. Yeah, we got some voice note, a voice note to the, on to the, the um, Twitter, right? Uh, or on a, the, yeah, the, the yeah, 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 the other shit, the other shit. The anchor. Anchor, yeah. The yeah. anchor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So, yeah, we're going to go through all of that, man. We here. I, I just wanted to to get that part out and let the fans know, let the listeners know. I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. And I appreciate y'all, man. Man, somebody let me know uh, yesterday, actually, um, that uh, they was watching a show on YouTube mm-hmm. that does, like, Snowfall reviews. Yeah. Um, and they kept referencing us without saying our name. Oh, word. Uh, they kept quoting <laughs> This other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and as you let me hear episode, I'm like, oh yeah, that's some shit we actually said. Yeah. Yo, shout yeah. out to y'all that be tuning in for us for content hey. for y'all content. Appreciate like, and, it. And literally, that's not a, a slight no, or a knock. No, not at all. Literally, that's not a knock. No. And it's actually, um, during this, I got a few new uh, Instagram, <coughs> excuse me, um, followers who hit me and was like, we also have a snowfall podcast. Me and my girl, or me and my homeboys, or me and my uh my three homegirls. We got a and they like, we found y'all last season. We found y'all first episode of this season. We just started ours and da da da. And they was like, we just really appreciate what y'all do and the depth y'all go into and all that. Like somebody this one nigga hit me and was like, he was listening to old episodes from season three. Yeah. And was like, Dog, he was like, y'all got me, y'all old season three episodes got me wishing I had done my shit before season four. Cause he was like, y'all was going into like layers and layers and layers. And I'm just like, I love hearing that type shit. So no, what Jay just said was not a a swipe at another snowfall pod at all. (laughs) Like we really appreciate y'all. Even if you quoting us on the YouTube, man, we love it. We love it. All right, man. So look, we got a lot of. Shit to walk through. Yeah, let's yeah, let's let's yeah. walk through some of this shit, man. Um, first of all, start light. The Oscars was last night. Only want to acknowledge it because um, something happened that I said was going to happen when they announced the Oscar categories. My nigga Daniel Kaluuya won Best Supporting Actor, well earned and well deserved, by the way. One hundred percent for Judas and the Black Messiah. Go listen to that uh, review if you haven't already. Go really learn good something. Review. That was an excellent review. Like, that, that was, was a excellent. really good episode. Bro, come on, man. If y'all haven't listened to the Judas and the Black Messiah. Please, please, yeah. please. Like, that was a really Go good episode. Go learn something, dog. That's that's one of them pods where you come back and you like, oh, shit, the knowledge I just got from that. Um, But when they first announced the Oscars, they had Daniel Kaluuya, 
and Lakeith Stanfield in the best supporting actor category. And I said on the pod then, why the fuck would y'all put them in? Because if both of them are supporting actors, who was the lead actor in Judas and the Black Messiah? Help me understand. It was because there wasn't a lead. It was a 50-50 movie because it was the Judas and the Black Messiah. It was 50-50. See, I feel like they did that shit on purpose to fuck shit up, dog, because Daniel Kaluuya should have been lead actor. Who was the... who? Or he could have been supportive, and then you throw Lakeith in lead. I just hated that they threw them both in the same category. Well, they do. They deserve to be in the same category. In the supporting actor category. Now... Could both of them been nominated for lead? Uh, I think Daniel Kaluuya should have been yeah. nominated for lead as well as supporting, though. Yeah, oh, I, I could see that. I just wanted Daniel to be nominated for lead. So if he won, he won the right one. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that's, that's what pissed me off. And I knew it was going to happen when they announced it. Of course, it actually fucking happened. But salute to him. Um, salute to Soul, uh, the animated film. Like it. Um, yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx and, and a whole bunch of other brilliant black people. Took they won. About, took me about 15 minutes into the movie to recognize, like, nigga, is that Jamie Foxx? <laughs> yeah, man. Salute to Soul. Um, salute to Two Distant Strangers. I watched. Joey Badass. Um, a lot of black folks involved in that as well. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. And it, I think it got unnecessary hate initially. Mm-hmm. It absolutely did. From the... Um, <laughs> This is, I'm not I'm from not. the I'm tired of black trauma crowd. Yeah. yeah. Cause guess what? I see y'all. Tra- I see y'all clapping after y'all hated on that movie. No, but trauma is trauma. Facts. Like, I, I get it. You don't want to see black trauma. Well, don't see white people get their next slit and through. Like, you shouldn't be selling, you shouldn't be seeing murder and death constantly, whether it's Anywhere. black or white. Facts. So you removing the quote unquote black trauma, it does nothing for your self conscious. I mean, your, your 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 subconscious or your psyche and your stress and that trauma level. Just because the person not black, unless you like a sociopath, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Real life. Um, unless you one of those. But like, yo, the trauma is you. You're not supposed to take it in at yeah. all. Um, I when that movie first got announced, like in the festivals a year ago. Everybody, and it's a short film, my nigga. Like everybody was here. Another black trauma film, black trauma, black trauma. Same shit they did with American Skin. Same shit they do with every fucking black movie that comes out that isn't a fucking shuck and jive comedy. And then when we put out the shuck and jive comedy, they say we, we shucking like and jiving. We yeah. hate that shit. It wasn't funny, nigga. We want to hear a new story. All right, so then we put out the rom com. Oh, same shit. Then they put out the movie with uh with Michael Ely where he terrorizing some couple up uh, this nigga same nigga in every movie it's like damn what do y'all want dog so when the joey badass joint two distant strangers finally fucking came out i was excited to see it dog like i was excited to watch it and i was literally it's had oscar buzz from day one like they have not at any point said that this would not be in front of the oscars for that category for best short film and then it finally wins and here come all these niggas clapping Y'all niggas ain't even want to see it. Now y'all Cause got be, the glory. Because the 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 thing was, this is why we need more black people in the room. Mm. That's what that's what mm. I heard. I'm like, well, when y'all find out who wrote it and who was man, behind it. Then man, man. Because when Kevin Durant walking around with an Oscar now and Mike Conley and Diddy and Joey Badass and all these people involved behind the scenes are now Van walking Lincoln. around. Man, Van. Oh, y'all was all over Van yesterday or Sunday. 
all over. Hi, that's how you get back at TMZ. Well, how do he get back at y'all? Because y'all ain't want to <laughs> see this shit at all. So how the fuck do we get at y'all, man? I'd Salute. I'll tell you why. Um, I thought it was cool. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know how Oscars. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I didn't watch any other short movies mm-hmm. or whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know if the. I don't know how the Oscar shit work on that one. <clears throat> but the reason I thought it was cool is because one of my favorite movies of all time is Groundhog Day. Yep. Um, it was like Groundhog Day to me. Um, it was also like uh, that one episode of Classic Twilight Zone, Zone um, when with uh, Sanai, no? Sanai yeah. and uh, Idris, Damson Idris. Yeah. And to a certain extent, that exact same thing happened. Um, but like the way that they positioned it before like i didn't get the, i didn't get a chance to fully enjoy it because they had tended it before i even heard about it yeah yeah mm-hmm. i want i went into it like skeptical and i hate when people ruin things like that for me yep. man but it was like oh it's about a nigga and a dog i'm like <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> a nigga and a dog and a cop kid. i'm like shit <laughs> uh <laughs> shout out to old girl that played the the love interest um mm. Cause that week after I watched that, I watched Jamie Foxx uh, sitcom, and she was the 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 very she was the first person, the first girl on that episode. Yeah, I'm like, damn, who, who is she? I, she it made me Google her. Trying to pull up her name, right? Zaria Simone. Yeah, I was through Zaria her. Zaria Simone. Yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, no, beautiful young lady, man. Shout out to her. Shout out to everybody involved in that film. Shout out to everybody who took home an Oscar. Um. Specifically, all the black people we don't care about the the white folks taking home Oscars. I'm not, you know, because y'all been taking home Oscars. Y'all, this ain't nothing new to y'all. But um, I fo- will say this though. What's happening? Uh, this is the lowest Oscar rating in the history of Oscars. Yes. Um, and last year was the lowest rating in history of Oscars, and that was 23 million people. Yeah. This one did under 10 million. Yep. It was like seven point something million people. Um, basically. I watch YouTube videos with more views than the yeah. Oscars got. Yeah. Um, got nigga, Hitman Holla got more views than the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking versus Cassidy. Um, But the reason being, because I thought about that too when I saw that headline, uh, that this was the lowest Oscars ever. The difference between last year and this year. Last year this time, we were still trapped inside. So even with, you know, maybe folks not necessarily wanting to sit down, because last year it was still low, comparatively, but folks was inside, so eh, I might sit down and watch. This year, we ain't trapped no more, dog. Niggas is outside, and you gonna be hard pressed to get niggas to sit down and watch a virtual fucking award show about shit that mm, half these niggas ain't watch no way because the movies ain't been open. So, so I get that, yeah. but I've also been listening to why people have literally said why they didn't watch it. Okay, um, in different public but the streets, storm on. I won't call these not the streets. <laughs> <laughs> these are other podcasts and other okay. other shows who, from people who don't look like me. Okay, um, they tired of the woke shit. Mm. That every year it gets more political and mm. and left leaning too too much for some people, and they tired of being preached to by Hollywood Hollywood stars who they don't even believe believe what the fuck they saying, mm. and whether that. Whether the, the the wokeness is yeah. like on our side and that we agree with, yeah. Uh, hey yo, people tired of hearing that shit when Damn. they coming to to get the awards and like when everybody goes get their award. Now I must make a social statement, whether it's against transgender, whether mm. it's against gays and lesbians, whether it's against black people, whether it's big. Let me Police. insert. 
politicians. Like, damn, like, they like, yo, fam, listen, I didn't, I didn't tune into the Oscars to get to get a um, um, a, a mm. speech on how about I'm not doing yeah. things right by every single. They want to hear the preamble when they tune in from every single person. It's yeah. like, yo, they not trying to hear that shit. Mm. I'm not saying that that is right. Yeah, but like every year, the woker we get. It get the ratings go down, but you know what's kind of wild too, right? Um, because last boom. year was cringeworthy with Anthony Anderson and Jimmy Kimmel was up there. I remember that, and remember he was that. all like, uh, and he was, of course, Anthony Anderson was doing all the black jokes, like, "Yo, ain't no barbecue here." Like it was just cringeworthy. They made it so black, and to to us, like, I, thanks, but like, don't alienate the entire, don't alienate. But then you know what's fucked up? It's kind of the catch twenty two of it all because. The quote woker that these type of shows get, Oscars, Grammys, whatever, we still don't necessarily tune in. We been stopped kind of tuning in regularly because they weren't inclusive enough in the first place. Yeah. So now they're trying, and who I'm not finna get into the efforts that are being made, but they try to throw more Too black late. or more diverse talent or whatever up there and get your Anthony Anderson up there to joke around and da da da. Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, whoever the fuck, they friendly white people, get them up there. They love blacks. And then you throw all that in there, but now it's like, all right, well, the white people tired of the wokeness, but the black people been tired of the uninclusiveness. And now, now nobody's like you, watching. Nigga. Now I feel like you patronizing me and shit because mm. it's kind of forced. Yeah, because now you mocking me if we really being funny. Like, yeah, don't hit me with the black jokes, nigga. Yeah, no. Nah. Just give our our films credit when they yeah. deserve. Like, I don't. You don't gotta That's say it. nothing about. That's it, nigga. When when the Oscar hosts were Billy Crystal, Steve Martin, and Whoopi Goldberg every year, Whoopi Goldberg wasn't doing black jokes. It was just jokes. But we weren't getting the black films nominated and the black actors and actresses that we were looking for. It was so and that bad. was all we wanted. It was so bad last year yeah. that, like, Anthony Anderson literally in his, I don't know if he freestyled or this was written, he was like, yo, this is the blackest um, Oscars ever, and this is how black it is. And then went through how black this Oscars, but yeah, yeah. it's so black that yeah. no one's here. And, like, yo, fam, I get it. Like, no, don't do this, though. That's not... That's it's kind of all wild, right? Because <laughs> like, don't do that. Because like, the white people gonna get tired of the wokeness, yeah. Um, the the right leaning or maybe middle leaning white people, they'll get tired of it eventually. Black people been tired of it because it wasn't woke enough, wasn't inclusive enough. But then, for black folks, we also kind of over our own shit. We don't watch the BET Awards. We don't watch the Image Awards. We don't watch... Like, we'll tune in for a performance if we hear, oh, her is up there. Oh, Jasmine yeah. Sullivan. We'll jump in for that. But it's like, we ain't putting respect behind the Image Awards like that. You know how you get the greatest... You know how you get the next year if y'all really want, like, the ratings to be back? Mm. You know how to get this shit, like, smash ratings to the fucking roof higher than anybody else? Mm. Have Dave Chappelle host. Woo! Chappelle host is a win. You know, then... Then you can get wokeness and everybody would love it. White and black. Get and everybody in between. Host. Shit, y'all should have let Kevin Hart host a couple years hey, ago. Hey, but no, nah, they uh, fucked that up for Kevin Hart because they want to go back to his old tweets from mm. 2011. Oh, you remember when Bring he Chris made Rock a gay back. joke? Fam. Chris Rock had them bitches rocking. Chris Rock is a child of the Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Steve Martin. Like That's his thing. Yeah. Like Chris Rock could do that every year, but then... We would find something against Chris Rock just because that's what folks do. But um, salute to the Oscars, man. They tried. That's fucked up. That niggas had I'm, 10 million views. I'm, dead, Daniel. I'm glad Daniel Kaluuya got an Oscar, though. Yo, one, I'm ecstatic that he got that Oscar. Two, did you see the video of him hugging Fred Hampton Jr., man? 
No. After he won, uh-uh. cried my ass off, dog. Mm. That was that was a very emotional hug between the two of them, dog. Where are they promoting Oscars at? Because I didn't know it was coming on until the day was on. I same. I don't know. Um, I, I kind of are y'all taking this shit on purpose? <laughs> I didn't see anything about it uh, till that night. Are niggas um, watching TV? I don't know. I'm. You know what I'm gonna say? Niggas probably aren't watching TV because I've been down for three weeks. And I haven't watched as much as I thought I might watch in like like I don't watch like, like live television yeah. where I would see a commercial. Nah, nah. First of all, I mean everything off top is DVR. That's first and foremost. If it ain't DVR or on demand, Hulu and there, Hulu, like, yeah, yeah. No, like, I got to be able to access right now. I can't retroactively go back and sit down and watch some live shit. I don't want to do that. My, you, I don't, I don't see YouTube ads. Maybe they like, yeah, because I, you know, pay yeah, YouTube yeah. Ads. Yeah, uh, rich so nigga shit. I don't, I don't, where did they advertise? I don't know where they advertised the Oscars. I don't know where they came from. Them bitches just popped up Sunday night. You got to put the Oscars on HBO. <sighs> like on a premium Yeah, ABC can't handle the Oscars no more. Like no. I get it back in the day, but mm. don't nobody got like, well, let me rephrase it. I don't want to say no one has because technically I have a television <laughs> with quote unquote over the air reception. Yeah. But that's not where you, that's, that's, that's not it. Yeah. It was. Um, Everybody is digital now. I just didn't know about it. I didn't know it was coming on at all. Side note, if you have an HD TV, you can get one of them, um, the digital uh, bunny ears, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Nigga, that is the clearest 4K <laughs> shit that you can get over the air. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's like, what? This is over the air? It's 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 smashing Comcast <laughs> HD shit. Like, what? Uh, um, Let's talk about it real quick. I don't want to sit on this too long, Yeah. Uh, but Micaiah Bryant. Makia yeah. Bryant, I'm not, pardon me for the pronunciation, I'm not sure if it's Makia or Makaya, so not trying to. Um, first of all, rest in peace rest to her. Rest in peace. That's unfortunate. One of the most unfortunate things. Fam, anytime a teenager is killed, like, it's unfortunate, dog. Um, this young woman, so many people failed this young woman before them events a couple of weeks ago, dog. This and is a fact. That's what... I think that's what bothered me most was that there was adults, there was systems, there were fucking governments, there were laws, there were so many things that failed her before it got to her fighting them young women outside with her foster dad or whoever that grown ass man was and them calling the police and her getting shot like, oh man, it was just, she shouldn't be dead. That's my issue with the whole thing. She shouldn't be dead. So many things could have been done to avoid that. I know folks obviously right back pissed at the police. It happened within minutes of the George Floyd verdict, um, which we could touch on that for a second too. But it was like the the super high of, hey, Derek Chauvin found guilty. And then the low of, damn, a teenage girl just got killed in Columbus, Ohio by the cops. Yeah. And that happening within like a five-minute span, literally, it was just like, God damn, black people, what we going through, man? And then once the details started rolling out, a lot of controversy behind it. It's a lot of internet debates and, and folks arguing. I just want to say, stop arguing amongst us, man. Like, I want us to stop arguing amongst us. Like, listen to people's opinion. You don't have to agree. You don't got to like it. But stop fucking. We will fight about us being fought and it's wild because it's like that ain't gonna get us nowhere man these conversations end up held on deaf ears because everybody wants to be right yeah and nobody wants to listen 
and everybody wants to change things that are unchangeable, dog. We cannot bring that young woman back. It is the saddest shit in the world, but please stop fighting amongst us, dog. The infighting is going to prevent us from ever finding, like, a way to, like, move forward through any of this type of shit, man. You made a post on Facebook that I want you to, uh, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, touch yeah. on again. Yep. Um, and I, I just want... <clears throat> I mentioned it on, on, on Shop Talk, yep. but, like, I, I want people to understand that this is not a thing. Could you explain yeah. what you were saying? Um, so on Facebook, and before I'm going to preface this, I have interned with police departments. One of my degrees is in criminology. I'm not saying this shit, just pulling it out my ass. Um, on Facebook, I wrote, basically, I'm not getting into my opinion or my fucking thoughts about the shooting because that shit is too tragic for me to dwell on dealing with shit I was dealing with when it happened. But I kept seeing the notion from people that, yo, he should have shot her in the leg. Why he ain't shoot her in the leg? Why he ain't shoot her in the arm? Why he ain't shoot a, a warning shot? Bust one in the air. Illegal. This is not a thing. And I, I wrote on Facebook, I just want people to know this. When y'all are having conversations with your kids, when you're talking to your younger siblings, your cousins, about interacting with police, I don't want y'all to give them the idea that if a cop draws their weapon and fires it, it's a chance that that cop might shoot them in the leg as a warning to stop them, to prevent them from committing whatever crime the cop thinks they're about. That's not a thing. And I'm about to give y'all just some real honest truths about why that's not a thing. Um, one, no cop in the history of policing is a fucking trained enough marksman to hit a moving target in the leg during a scuffle. a scuffle or a fight or a tussle or whatever the fuck is going on. Fam, it's military snipers who wouldn't be able to do that shit. With a handgun. With a handgun. Because another thing yeah. is like, yo, he was a military marksman. Military marksman means a rifle. Yeah, and that, that means, means they're setting distant. up. They are distant. They got scopes. They doing wind check. They doing all kinds of shit. Fam, this nigga pulled a handgun and fired. He was not shooting her in the leg. Had he tried to aim and shoot her in the leg, he might have shot the other girl. Might have shot the gas tank. Might have shot the gas tank of the car they was next to. Like, that's just not a thing. Another reason that um he wouldn't shoot and aim at her leg. If you've ever been to the gun range and you've seen the, the target, it's a torso. Ain't no legs. It's center mass, dog. And maybe a head. Cops are trained to shoot center mass. When they fire their weapon, it is center mass shooting. That means they have a certain area within your torso that they are aiming at. Your leg is not a part of that center mass, dog. Because I'm I'm very much in so in the gun. Yeah. Um the reason why you are trained to shoot in center mass because um um, it's relatively hard to hit something directly where you want to hit it at. Yeah. So when you have like a 12 inch, um, 12 to 14 inch, yeah. like as long as it's in there, it's quote unquote, you know, accurate. Like, yeah. It's just not a thing. Yeah. You and just. It, and when you pull your firearm, whether you're a civilian um, or whether you're a police officer, you're not pulling it to scare. Yeah. That's, that's not a thing either. You're you're not legally allowed to pull your gun to scare someone. Yeah. The reason that one girl got went to prison because of the warning shots, you don't pull a gun for warning shots. Yeah. You pull a gun when you're trying to be lethal with it. Don't. Yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately. Yeah. It's and just that's not a thing. And I, I saw folks like, yo, he... um should hit her with the taser. Now, was that an option? Absolutely. Could he have pulled the taser and tried to shoot it? No. 100%. No. Would he have done it successfully? I don't know. Um, The, the reason I just say no yeah. 
is because you also have to understand how tasers work. And um, it are, goes right back to even talking about like center mass with tasers. There are four points that you're spoke that are most effective when you use a taser, right? So your head, your chest, your back, and your groin. Those are the four like taser points. So off top, he could have shot that taser at her, missed everything so he some, was supposed to miss, and still could have fucked up. I don't know, man. Also, the taser has two different things. He has like yep. the four points that you can physically put on somebody yeah. to like shock them like it's like a stun gun. Yeah. Or the ones that actually, the that, that actually deploy. Mm-hmm. Now, the ones that deploy, they don't come out like a speeding bullet. Yeah. They're going to take a little while for it to actually get They can it. go up to, depending on the, the taser, up to 35 feet, more than likely 20, 25. Then you got to start taking in wind, movement, all this shit. And if you miss, it's a wrap. You don't, yeah. you, there is not a second, there's yeah. not a follow-up, there's a Taze. follow-up shot. Yeah. I just want to explain to you guys um, how it don't work like that. Yeah. Uh, last week. Uh, or to yesterday, uh, you know, locally we had a politician who was arrested um, and tased twice yeah. um, by the police officers who couldn't gun him down after they were tasing him twice by the Michigan State Police. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. I, yeah, I get it. I understand. Yeah. And the thoughts and the and the it's it's like it comes from a good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it Absolutely. comes from the heart. It's because you're trying to preserve a life, but you also you actually have to understand how the equipment works. Yeah. And you got to understand how the equipment works and you also got to understand, and this is maybe one of the things that need to be worked on, um, worked on. You got to understand how the training works, right? Like they're not trained again. Um, cause I also had a few people hit me like, why didn't he try the, the taser? And, um, so the young woman, uh, had a knife, right? And I know Everybody was framing it like she was standing there holding a knife. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. She was wielding it in self-defense or not. She was wielding the knife. That's not my concern. Mm -hmm. Like whatever she had the knife for and how she or why she was using it, not my concern at all. But what I was bringing up was there is a difference between standing there holding a knife saying, hey, don't come closer to me or I'm going to stab you and actually wielding a knife. Once you're wielding it, now that knife is not only a lethal weapon, but it's being used lethally. When you're so, coming down in a downward motion yeah. against somebody. So on the, the officer would not in that case pull out a non-lethal weapon in a potentially lethal situation. And unfortunately, the taser is a non-lethal weapon. He going to draw his gun. And and it's it's just, it's a very unfortunate set of circumstances that happened. I ain't blaming nobody. I hate the police as much as I hated them three weeks ago. I'm It ain't changed because of this. I'm not like, oh, the police was right. I'm just making sure that people understand why certain shit didn't happen the way that they thought it might. Like, yo, he, he wasn't going to ever shoot her in the leg. That's just not a thing. Also, man, and then we can move on. Yeah, from this shit. yeah. Um, I understand everybody protecting their peace because we talked about we don't want to see black trauma. Facts. We're tired of seeing um, black bodies being killed on our timelines and things of that nature. So a lot of people didn't watch the video. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I understand and I respect that. Um, if you didn't watch the video um, and don't have a clear understanding for yourself to see actually what happened, how quickly it happened, how things transpired, then you don't have full information enough to 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 have an, a yeah. full opinion on. You know what I, I and I correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I hadn't seen it. Um, have they released the 911 call? Like no. where they? Because that's what I would like to hear, um, just to get a, a better understanding of what whatever that patrolman when he pulled up, like what was the call? What did he pull up 
What so, understanding of that of that scene did he have he, when he pulled up? When he pulled up, because from his dash cam, he pulled up. There was a young lady in the pink, the one that was about to get stabbed. Yeah, she was not involved in a fight. She was standing over to the left on the car. He walked up to her and said, "Hey," with his hand out, like, "Hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on?" Um, the other young lady came out of a crowd of uh, a ball of confusion, tussled on the ground. Um, was that the one fighting with the dude? Well, like, over there. The uh, Makaya Bryant, she was on top of her. Got you, got you, got you. And when she got off of her, the dude tried to kick her in the head. Yeah. Now, while she was getting up off of her, um, the cop was still walking towards the, the girl in the pink. And all this shit happened within like yeah, three seconds, seconds, by the way. Yeah. Um, he said, hey, stay down, stay down, stay down. And then I didn't see just she had a knife either. Yeah. The, initially, because they were tussling on the Yeah, ground. I didn't see that in that initial video. It took for me to see the stills for me to realize she and had that knife. And then at yeah. the moment that she got up, she went directly to her and yeah. she put her like there was not enough time at that particular point yeah. to, to holster my weapon that I didn't take out initially until I saw the man try to kick a woman in the head. That's when the gun came out. Yeah. Because you have a grown man trying to kick Kicking a little this kid. girl over in the head. Yeah. That's when the firearm came out. Right. Uh, and it was still pointed down. And then he turns his body and looks and he sees somebody with a knife going for another person. Uh, and that's when he shot. I don't want this to happen. No, not at all. Cause this is an unfortunate set of circumstances. However, I don't listen. I, I, I don't want that to happen. Um, but we can't frame everything the exact same way. Yeah. Expect, where did the narrative come from that she was getting jumped by four girls? Cause I don't even see four girls in the video to be perfectly mm. honest. Um, Unfortunately, the young girl who was not stabbed, mm-hmm. like, I wonder what it's like for her getting on, a, an, on the internet every day and saying essentially that she should probably be dead. Mm. Like the cops should not have intervened. And, and let her get. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And she was over to the side. I don't know that if she was fighting or not, but yeah. she definitely wasn't on video fighting. Yeah. And like, what is the video that everybody else saw that I haven't seen yeah. that showed like. One one perspective I did um, appreciate seeing from a few of my friends. So I got a lot of friends who work in uh, social work yeah. or who work in like a mental health capacity. And um, I saw a handful of them mention I've had patients with knives holding family, knives against family members' necks or, um, you know, foster care kids holding one of the, the foster siblings hostage with a knife. Like, I've literally talked people out of using these knives in these crazy situations. And I, while I can't even imagine the stress that goes behind trying to negotiate somebody to put a knife down, one thing I wanted them to to also take into consideration was, one, these are people you have a rapport with. So being able to talk them down, this is somebody you know, they're a patient of yours or a, a client of yours, however that works. It, not saying it's easy, but if you were a cop pulling up to that situation. There wasn't even a time to negotiate. Yeah. And the the other thing that I, I could appreciate um, was from, from my folks who work in social work or mental health is the fact that, yo, y'all do deal with a lot of this type of shit regularly and find ways out of it where nobody dies. So if nothing else, this goes back to defund the police. Like, there are other resources that maybe need to be heightened a bit because, yo, when we have situations like this... Maybe they got to get somebody to, to, to ride with the police. Yeah. But if I'm in a situation, I mean, if someone is literally 
um, attacking with a knife and coming down on me, I want the police to step in. Um, Because of just a mental health professional, like the girl didn't say like, yo, I'm a stabber. It's such and such. Like it was like active motion. And, like that's so, the part that I I just want people to be careful of when they framing it because I did see a few people like legit say that girl was holding a knife scared for her life and it was like she might have been she might have grabbed that knife scared for her life for sure I don't know the situation or the circumstances uh, how she felt when them people came to her crib but I'm like she wasn't standing there holding a knife like trembling when all of this happened like she was definitely like I right, I guess it's on now you know what I'm saying and obviously. She ain't going to that situation thinking she was going to die. Nobody did, I would think. But it's just fucked up because I wish, none yeah. of this needed to happen. Dog. Like, like them adults that was there, like, what was y'all doing? Why why y'all let them come over there? And if they was going to jump her, why the fuck y'all ain't tell her? Hey, you stay in the house. So if we calling the cops because I'm worried that they about to jump my foster daughter, Makai, you stay in the house to the cops get here. Also, don't even come outside. Don't nobody know who called the cops. Cause that story keep changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's like, been a lot. All the stories have kept changing. Yeah. Was it four girls who came to Jumper? Yeah. Who was actually fighting? Who called the cops? Why was this grown man stomping this little girl? I'm that disturbed me a lot. What really disturbed? Me I don't. I don't like that. Is because everybody is all for the violence until some violent shit happen. Mm. Cause like you, it actually in a, me- a melee. Yeah. Um, the young lady lost her life. Well, she got shot. Yeah. And then he immediately switched, was like, oh, no, y'all shot my baby. Yeah, Not yeah. Not my baby. She just a child. Damn, you she try- was a child a minute ago when you was letting her fight, bro. But you sh- the other girl was also a child when you were trying to stump that her head stomping. into the concrete. Facts. Like, you're, in a, you're, Facts. you're, you're, you're a man. And when you're a man. Facts. Letting, you, involved in a fight with women. With letting young women. Letting women fight. Yep. Um, and two, if... I don't know if you're the foster parent or what, whatever the situation yeah. is, <clears throat> fam. When people come to your home to fight your daughter or your yeah. friend, that doesn't mean you got to actually engage in a fight. You don't. You make your daughter, your, the friend or whomever, go yeah. in the house, especially if the police come. Yeah. In. And if she's fearful to the point that she has to grab a knife, that means she really needs to stay in the house, and you need to make sure she's protected. Definitely. And that's my problem. Nobody protected Micaiah Bryant, Fact. bro. Definitely, if the knife came from in the house, yeah, then just stay in the house. Yeah, you make sure she stays in the house. Yeah, like we don't need to engage, dog. And that's what, like, I I get it, man. The police is the fucking police. It, we gonna find a way to make sure that the police's issues are highlighted no matter what. And that's fine because black people, we deserve that. We earned that right to call the police out on anything they do, correct or incorrect. But prior to the police getting there, there were still some very salvageable things that could have saved a young woman's life that didn't happen. And there's some adults who need to um, be held accountable for that as well. Uh, because, again, had she not been shot and had that just been a fight, whether she stabbed old girl or not, or they just stood out there scrapping and nobody died at the end of it, y'all wouldn't care this much. And that's my issue because... Don't be used, people. Hey. You can go to the Washington Post right now, uh, and they have a, um, I don't know, I want to, for lack of a better term, uh, calculate. You can see how many people um, have been shot and killed by the police, by race, by gender, by region, um, from like 2015... Through 2021. Yeah. In the, we're not even, we're not five months into the year yet. So four and a half months into the year, it's been 121 white people killed by police. Mm. And there's been 60 black people killed by police. 
The question that you got to ask yourself um, is not why police are killing black people. Why are police killing people anybody in mass? Yep. And then you got to ask yourself why, regardless of population and percentages, why have you not heard about the other 112 people who have been killed? Because I'm going to make sure that you hear about every black person that's been killed. Because, but why haven't you heard about the other ones, right? Because if every day on the news you heard about the other other 112 white people that have been killed, yeah. I bet you the majority of the country would have a different view of the police than they do now. Mm. Because when they make it a black only issue, a lot of people in the in the in the middle of America it don't it don't concern me. And it's an issue with them. The black people are probably doing something wrong. But when you find out double the people actually look like you that have been killed by the police and more, eight of them have been unarmed white people and like four have been unarmed black people, not saying that that means everything is equal. What I'm saying is yeah. the people who give you the information that fuels your anger and your hatred. It's a reason that the black folks is highlighted. Yes. Um, it's a reason that even though in that in that time span that you named even though we might be getting killed by police half as much it's the reason that we have triple the coverage um on the news and in the media and all of that and again news, i i don't i don't subscribe to uh, police ain't supposed to murder killers <laughs> they're literally not fam like everybody like oh uh, the nigga Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever from uh the the George Floyd yeah. riots last summer who killed two people and then they got the picture of him walking around with the rifle and shit. Um, he wasn't killed. He was brought in calmly and da da da. And it's like, fam, technically that's how they supposed to do it. Damn, I hate to be this person. I hate that that's Damn, how they I'm supposed to do it, but that's how they supposed to do it. Like, we shouldn't get killed at all. That's the point of the police. They should be able to arrest whoever the fuck they dare to arrest without anybody dying. Did, um, you, see, did you see the Kyle Rittenhouse video? Mm, yeah, I saw from when he was at the store, killed the first nigga to... I'm talking about when they chased him in the yeah, corner. Yeah, to when they chased him, to chased, when he shot the other two and the one died. Yeah, I seen the whole thing, man. Like, they chased him in the corner and hit him in the head with a with a, with a a skateboard, and uh. then he shot him. Why are y'all chasing the nigga with the gun? Uh. This shit don't make no sense yeah. to me. Yeah, I, um, I just... I don't want my whole thing with, with us, because all I care about is black people at the end of the day. Um, I care about our listeners too. So if you're a non-black listener, don't take that <laughs> as nothing. Um, but at the end of the day, and I said, wish you will. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Thank you, uh, white people. But uh, <laughs> no, but but for real, man, I I want us black people just to be more aware of why some of the shit happens the way that it happens, um, and not to combine all of our traumas and all of the situations that we've ever been in and think that there's going to be like one monolithic type of solution to certain instances. Like it's just not going to happen the way that we hope that it nigga, nothing in the history of black history has happened the way we hoped it was going to happen. Like we've had to struggle and fight and work our way around for everything. So I don't want us to get so idealistic that shit is, is going one way. And maybe it was, so heightened because of what had just happened with George Floyd's um, uh, or Derek Chauvin's conviction. Pardon me. Maybe that was like, we were so high. And then the minute that we heard a cop killed a young woman, we just said, 
fuck, nigga, all, you know, just went right back down. Because I, I get that. That was an emotional fucking moment. we always pay attention to Columbus News. <laughs> man, man. And here's the thing, dog. If you know anything about Columbus, Ohio, this probably happening right now as we speak. Might be a young black woman, might be a young black man, might be a young white kid. I don't know. But right now, they police department is dirty as fuck in Columbus. And the violence in Columbus is crazy. And nobody really talks about it till it's something that we're told is controversial, man. So rest in peace, Micaiah Bryant. Um, fuck the foster care system. Fuck the police. And fuck whoever else NWA said fuck, man. Um, let's talk snowfall, bro. Actually... Yeah. No, it's Blackberry no. letter. Blackberry letter. Okay, Blackberry cool, letter. Cool, cool, cool. Blackberry letter. Uh, shout out to the God. I'm not gonna say his name because I don't know if he wants me to get that on here, uh, but he did send this from his real email. So you're lucky, you my nigga. Um, all right. This week's Blackberry letter is brought to you by Siempre Tequila. Once again, yeah. we got to shout out the gods. Appreciate that package. The official tequila of Shop Talk Podcast and this week in culture. What's good, fellas? Okay, long letter alert, but this gets deep. So last year was one of the hardest years of my life. I pride myself in being a great father and husband, and I put my family before everything. My oldest has always been a great kid, scholar. I mean, sky is, he has the sky literally as the lowest floor on his levels of possible achievement. Love that. Full ride offers from every top school he applied for. This should be a great year of celebration for us. But he wants to sell drugs. <laughs> this week on Snowfall. Um, unstressed, we haven't set eyes on him in six months. Then I found out via DM on Facebook from some random person states away that my son was in a relationship with his teacher. God damn. Oh, that just took a turn. I didn't read this letter what ahead of time. Unstressed. We haven't set eyes on my son for six months. And then I found out via DM on Facebook from a random person states away that my son is in a relationship with his teacher. How did he, how haven't he set eyes on that? I think he was saying like he got full ride scholarship. Like we just kind of been chilling. We ain't really like we letting him yeah. do his thing. And the whole time he go with his teacher. Hold up now. Um, this came out of left field. Totally shocked us to our core because not only was this his teacher, coach, and mentor, but this is a friend of the family that we've supported since they moved to Michigan. What complicates this even more is that this is also a male. So now we find out our son's sexual preference in this manner. Now, we love our son and support him no matter what. So if he came out to us, we would have shown him the same support that he deserves unequivocally. What we don't support is this fuck nigga who's been his teacher since fourth grade. He has taught all of our children and coaches and directs some of the teams and organizations that they're affiliated with. He's been over our house, talked about his ex-wife, had drinks with me and my wife, and we've tried to counsel him. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing, a predator of mass proportions, and he violated us in a way that's unforgivable. I want to put him in the dirt and still do. My son was a mess and asked us not to act. We advised or we advised him if he resigned right away and left that we would avoid a scandal and allow our son to finish his senior year in a good mental state and he can start his life over somewhere else to live another day. Talking about the teacher, not the son. Several weeks later, I caught them in the middle of the day at a park and all hell broke loose. God damn, this letter is wild. 
He tried to run me over trying to escape when I hopped out of my car. The next day we woke up our son. Oh, we woke up and our son is gone now. So now it's time to involve the police. We do. They were little help as he falls into a gray area because of his age at the time. Yet a person in authority can never have consent in their profession. We do our own investigation, tracked him down and drove to Ohio and retrieved our son with the help of local authorities. Shout out to Ohio police. I just told y'all y'all was fuck niggas, but y'all helped my nigga track his kid down. No, so defund thank the you. police though. Yeah, nah. Still though, fuck Um, <laughs> Yet they didn't arrest this fucking predator and would not let us go up to his hotel room since the hotel um, wouldn't give out any info. But we saw the dude's car, which is why we had called authorities in the first place. Our son was home for a few weeks and finally cooperated with police here and gave a full statement. After he gave his statement, they sent over a warrant to be issued. Two days later, our son left again. This would be the last time we saw him. He talks to my wife as much as he can or as much as she can get him to. She's tried to set up a meeting with him just to see him several times, but he flakes every time. He's 18 now and is still scared for us to meet up with him because he believes we'll try to take him home. He's failing his senior year after being named valedictorian and having all these full ride offers that he's worked on. And he's living and hiding with this piece of shit. I wake up after having nightmares because I really have hatred in my heart. And I've made peace with God that I was ready for whatever consequences from killing this man. My mental has not been right. My wife misses our son. My kids miss their brother. And he thinks he's in love and knows what he's doing. The law has failed us. As six months later, they still have a warrant and have done nothing as they have gotten an apartment. My son and his teacher have sent off and got a birth certificate and social security card all while he's been listed as a missing person. How do I cope with all the anger and knowing that this is probably not going to be handled the same uh, if my, or this probably wouldn't have been handled the same if my son was a different color. I know I said a lot and trust me, it's so much more that I couldn't get in this letter, but I wanted to give you guys as much context as possible. Salute to y'all and thanks for giving me an avenue to get this off my chest. P.S. Me and my wife are going to therapy to deal with this. And then in the middle of that, our therapist died. Jesus fucking Christ. I haven't spoken to anyone about it since. Thank y'all. All righty. My goodness. Fuck snowfall. That was... Woo. And I personally know uh, the the man that wrote that. Like, that's my man. That's my man. So I actually, I have to hit this nigga and, and see how his mental is. Um, I don't even know where to start, bro. Well, one... Um this is probably well, not even a probably. This is the most serious Black Bear letter ever, um, ever that we received. Um, so one, um, no jokes here, no jokes. Um, I don't know if I say I don't know to say I appreciate you sending this because yeah. this is one of those things yeah. where um, I may not be able to provide like the best legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no real uh, shit. But I-, I would just tell you how my feelings or whatever. One, uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you. I know that's cliche. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, two, um, I wouldn't let let up on the legal proceedings. Um, if you're not getting the support that you think you should from the police, um, you should put that pressure on the school that your son attends because they allowed um, a predator to prey on him. Mm. Um, so you may want to reach out to a lawyer. We hear locally in this in the city. Fox 2 
put pressure on the school yeah. because the only thing that gets changed in this world is money and violence. So unless you're ready to be violent, you're going to have to attack somebody's pockets. Um, I'm cool with violence, too, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and um, it sounds like my dog is. But I don't want to give you that type of advice, and yeah. um, I hope nothing happens because – I don't want to be linked back to, <laughs> to play this tape in court. Like, well, real life I told him uh, that it's so I'm not, I'm not advocating violence, but the only two things that make any change in this world historically is money and violence. So if you are really trying to get something done, um, the police won't do anything unless they have public pressure. The public yeah. pressure is by um, announcing what happened. Unfortunately, cause that's a private matter. Yeah. Um, speak with a lawyer. Um, and put pressure on the school because this happened under your under the school's watch. Yeah. Um. Someone at your school, school, had, school district, everybody had yeah. sex with a student. Yeah. That is illegal. Yeah. And if your school finds out about it, yeah, I yeah, I, I, I don't know with their son being eighteen now how that gets handled retroactively. Um. But if he already made a statement, so y'all could get a warrant. I, I feel like, yeah, you continue to put pressure on the school and the school district. Um, you take whatever evidence, and I'm sure you've done all of this, but again, just continue to press it. Um, if he's been your son's teacher since fourth grade, he teaches your other children like or coaches them in various uh, sports teams and organizations, like there's still enough of a, sim in my mind, enough of a, a relationship between him and other students that this can still be pursued. Like that's why um decisions that y'all make, all the decisions y'all make, I can't right, wrong, and different. Yeah. Um, but um I really wish that y'all wouldn't have given no opportunity to have this shit go away in quiet. Yeah. Um and him because who knows how many other people this is Charles Pugh. Yeah, facts again. Facts. You know what um, I'm saying? If y'all not look from up Charles Pugh if you're not from Detroit. Um, who was a Fox Two, um uh, reporter yeah. um, on air on WJLB, local the, legend um, in in media, city council president. Yeah. Like, come on, um, man! And was a predator. Uh, a was a predator. predator. A man who preyed on young boys. Yeah. Um, and he ultimately he went to prison after yep. years. Uh, I mean that trial. I mean that 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 went on huge. for a long time. Yeah, but like this is that's exactly what happened. You Charles know, Pugh is Eddie Long. It's it's all these like prominent black figures in in the lives of young black one men. Of, one of the main people trying to get Kwame out of the way because of his infidelity yeah. and his scandal and, and all, the all this time yeah. you was praying on little boys. Yep. You was praying on children. Forget whether little boy yeah. or not. You was praying on children that 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 looked up to you um, as an authority figure. That is against the law. Yeah. No matter what the age is. <sighs> yeah. Um. Put pressure on that. On Keep that putting school. pressure on the school. Keep putting pressure on the school district. Don't let up on them police, man. Because at the end of the day, this is still, I, I know your son is 18 now, but he wasn't then. And if, again, if he made the statement enough for y'all to get a warrant, nah. Um, and I'm, like Jay said, it's some things I'm not going to tell you to do on this microphone. Uh, but. Figure this out on your own if the police will not help. And and knowing you, I know that you will. Um, I know that you'll just the same way that you found your son in Ohio when he came up missing and the cops wouldn't help. I know you're going to figure out a way to to get to your son. I know you said that he talks to your wife. 
semi-regularly, but um, he's afraid that y'all going to try to get him home, so he don't want to meet up. This is the same thing that we were saying with R. Kelly. Yeah. When the girls were officially of age. Yeah. But wouldn't, wouldn't come home. They were in the quote-unquote dungeon. Yeah. Their family had a little bit of contact. And all that same vitriol that we have for yeah. him, it needs to be directed. Yeah. And if you need an outlet... To, to put his name and information out yeah. there, as well as the school. Blast that nigga. Uh, hey, here's a podcast with, you know, hey. a few thousand hey. Uh, streams. I, I will absolutely put a predator on blast any chance I get. So um, if, if you want us to help in any way that we legally can, uh, we will definitely do so. Um, because, again, I'm not here for no predators, dog. And, and knowing that this is not only somebody I know personally, but, like, my man, all you got to do is keep tagging us. Like, whatever school yeah. this is. I hey. mean, we got This Week in Culture. We got Shop hey. Talk. We got a whole bunch we of We will other, blast this shit, dog. Of, we uh, will put anything out there that we can to try to make sure that the authorities continue to press forward in trying to enact this warrant and get this man arrested. Because, nah, dog, he, he can't be somewhere on earth living with your son. Like, that's just, I don't care that your son is 18 Since now. Since fourth grade, my nigga? Come on, man. You've been coaching him. You've been teaching the, him. You've been, been mentoring house? him. We done drank. We done talked about your ex-wife. You've been my man. You've been my man. Like, nah, nah dog. That's, you not, you not going. It's betrayal, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm actually, like, that's just a little emotional, dog. Because it's like, you think about, like, this your kid, bro. And then when you get to the other part of the letter where, yo, my son, Name valedictorian. This is senior year. He was ready. And now you fail in classes. I wonder why. Might not even graduate. Might not even. Like, come on, man. Like, shit like that is just completely and utterly. Yeah. That's insane, man. Um, I appreciate you writing that letter. I, I can't imagine how difficult it was to even, like, type them words up. But, um... Thank you for trusting me and Jay with that information. Thank you for trusting our audience with that information. I'm glad, even though I know I joked at the top of the pod, uh, like, oh, I don't know if you want me to say his name. I'm glad I didn't um, because I didn't realize how how detailed and how serious that letter was going to be. But, yeah, man, thank you for trusting the pod with that information. I'm going to obviously follow up with you. Um, but if you want to let us know, What's going on with everything, man? Feel free to continue to reach out to the pod. You know the email, obviously. You know how to get in touch with me. And, uh, yeah, man, we 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 wishing the best of luck for you in this situation. We wishing the best of luck for your son. Um, obviously, there's going to be a ton of mental therapeutic things that need to happen once y'all do try to even start resolving this shit. But first things first, we got to get your son back. Um, we also have to find you a new therapist. Um, yeah, yeah, man. That was tragic to read at the end of that. God damn. After like, all that, your therapist dies. Now you got to start over with somebody on, else. Um, Yo, and on that note too, um, Are there any therapists out there? Any therapist? I know me and Jay know some personally, uh, some black ones, some great black ones. But um, let me know if you need a a, a resource because I can put you in touch specifically with some therapists I personally know. I know how they work. I know how they get down. And um, I, I know that if nothing else, they could get you started on on the path to trying to get your, your mental recovery because that's, that's a lot, man. That's a lot to deal with, Understand. man. Blessings to you. Blessings to your family. Blessings for a safe return of your son. Um, And, and to hell with the predator, dog. That's that's all I got on that, man. Um, Snowfall. Man. Snowfall. That's a wild transition, but we're going we gonna to get into it. Um. Man, oh, uh, let me let me do one thing first. What's happening? Uh, one thing first. 
Um, I do want to play this first. Hey, fellas. We definitely do miss you uh, in the podcast. However, Trini, take good care of yourself. I'm definitely lifting you up in prayer. Uh, This is Dawn from Charlotte. Uh, Just read the or heard the uh, three minute uh, (laughs) podcast message. So I just want to lift you up in prayer and believe in God to restore you back to uh, health. And guys, we will sit patiently and wait for the podcast. Take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. You know, use your sea moss, your black seed oil, and just take care of yourself. God bless. Don, appreciate you. Peace, Queen. Um, I just peace. read up on uh, sea moss yesterday, actually. Yeah, man. Really appreciate that. And uh, again, man, the prayers, the the well wishes. Shout out to the people who actually pray for you when they say they're praying for you. Yeah. Um, Did you see that post that say, when black people say, I'm praying for you, that was the prayer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and the emoji. <laughs> yeah. When they throw the emoji up there, that it ends right there. Yeah. Um, There were some people who I've never had a conversation with, like outside of social media, a day in my life, who sent me some of the most detailed and thorough and specific prayers I've ever read in my life, man. And it was like, it was impactful dog. Like if nothing else, your mental man, it, it helped my mind. It helped ease my spirit in a lot of different places, man. Um, people who actually pray for you when they say they pray for you, those are special people. So shout out to them. And, um, speaking of, uh, of, of waiting and being patient for snowfall, God damn it. We back. We back. We are fucking back, man. Um, I got a couple voice notes from the guy Rob Silver. Y'all know Rob was gonna get in Rob there. Back. Come Y'all on, know man. Rob was gonna get in there. Um, Rob, Rob, like, come on, man. It's been three weeks. Yeah, no. All, all I've been talking about is boxing on my podcast. Rob, Rob really sitting at the crib, <laughs> yo, like, we the yo, outlet for Rob to no, get everything no, off. Yo, you know I, I damn near wish I should have hit Rob before we got in here today and told him to get his shit off. But um, he did send a snowfall finale uh email or voice note, so we are gonna play that. But before we get into all that and. All, how did you feel about episodes nine and ten? Because we missed nine and ten. So, yo, uh, episode nine may have been like my favorite episode um, ever of, of the, Snowfall of the, of, the, of, yeah. the, of the of the series. Yeah. Um, I felt like season two ghost. Like, <laughs> like, oh, you thought this shit was over, yeah. bitch? I told you I had a plan. Like, Damn. I I felt so fucking good. Episode nine felt like vindication. Um, from the amount of missteps that have been taken throughout the season. Perceived and, missteps. And some were, and, and I say they were because there were casualties behind some of the missteps, but um, just the, the amount of missteps, perceived missteps, and then just sort of confusing steps. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? Episode 9 came through and it was like, okay, now let's close doors. Now, you were right. Uh, on episode eight, I thought he had killed her off top when we first yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah. But then after like a day or something, I'm like, that's not necessarily like Franklin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you was after Franklin's, right. his, his bloodthirst, it doesn't always extend to the people. Like, for Franklin to kill you, there's a very specific reason that you had to die. And, and when episode eight went off, the reason that I questioned whether he actually killed T was because I didn't see, like she didn't have to die. 
Could she have died? Absolutely. Could he have killed her with reason? Yup. Motherfucker, you was setting me up. Fuck out of here. But I didn't, I was like, Franklin being Franklin, he's going to use her to do something, to leverage something. And I didn't necessarily know if it was going to be as simple as, hey, we'll use her to get man boy out or we'll use her to get man boy out, to do this, to do, I don't, I didn't know where he was going. I just didn't feel like he killed her and he hit, he didn't. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted him to kill her. Though, still. I, I still wanted her to die at the end. Yeah. Like, I right, once man boy was dead, but I kind of like how he did her. Like, yo, I right, call the police about this body, and then oh, them four niggas in the front. Yeah, you'll figure that out. You a good enough liar. Yeah, I mean, I get, I wanted her to die, but I get it because if if she dies and man boy dies, they coming directly to you, fam. Yeah. So yeah. if the police have a someone already to to, to to explain why man boy is dead, that's less pressure. Yeah. From the police, because everybody know we beefing. And then you know what I'm saying. All man boy dudes is dead in front of her crib. Man boy dead in her crib. I can what walk was, away from this. What was the lie that she told that that got all of them over there? Or so I was thinking a lot for her. Okay. Um, man boy was in some beef. Okay. Uh, they shot up the car. He ran in my crib and ran. You know, he ran to the first open door or some shit. He bust up in here. I didn't know what was going on. I defended myself. Yeah. He was just trying to run from the niggas who was clearly trying to kill him. Yeah. And, um, and ran into me and I, hey. I stabbed and shot him with his own gun. So on the finale, <laughs> <laughs> in my, t- in my in house a, in a, with his gun, in, a, um, in my nineties and shit. But on the finale, uh, Alton, he made a statement after, um, and obviously we're going to get there, but it's related to what you just said. He made a statement after Scully broke in their crib trying to kill whoever. He was like, yo, broad daylight, uh, some random nigga just broke the window and came up in your crib looking to kill whoever. And nobody even calls the police in the neighborhood because it's just so common now. So rewind back to episode nine, her creating whatever story she had to create for the police. Mm, them cops in L.A. probably would take that. They like, oh, damn, they got shot up. He ran up in here. You thought he was trying to hurt you. You shot him. All right. That works for me. And then he ain't got no sister. Ain't nobody. She ain't. Uh, T ain't in no gang. Ain't nobody coming after. Her. It's kind of like. Eh, I we can wash our hands with it, dog. How do you feel about Man Boy's death? Like the actual death scene, dog. Loved it, dog. Uh, Loved it. Shout dog. out to Melvin Gregg, man. I mean, I don't um, like. I don't think the nigga. He not a. He's not a big guy. I don't think he can take that many bullets. No, no, no. Melvin <laughs> Gregg would have be been talking, dead like, after them first two. That nigga took like eight and was still like, you think this shit over, Nick? And it was like, all right, Melvin Gregg. Goddamn, nigga died. Um, he killed that role. I'm. I'm very. Happy that he got the recognition that, um, you know, when you when you think of niggas who literally went from Instagram to TV or films or whatever, like he was in a Billy Holiday movie too. Yeah, like you came out and created like an iconic black television character, dog. Like, man, boy, got fans. Niggas was fucking with you, bro. Think about that. Like, I went from Instagram and making videos to the husband of Billy Holiday in a in, in an Oscar nominated film. Woo. Like, come on, dog. Come on, dog. No, man, his ascension is it has been wonderful to watch because um, he was also one of the cats who I actually thought was funny back when niggas used to do the Insta comedian videos or whatever. Um, talented, dog. It's some talent in this world, man, and and it's wild because you think about the power of social media and all that, and it's like, I hate death scenes that look at you. All of y'all, each one of you, worse than the one before. Or some shit. I'm like, yo, this nigga going. He out. was talking greasy, dog. But um, shout out to Melvin Gregg for for killing that role. Shout out to the writers for not stretching Man Boy 
Um, he had to die. And I think I feel like I said that around like episode five or six that man boy had to die. I'm glad they didn't like continue to make it. I didn't need this to turn into the war. I didn't need this to be 50 cent. Yeah, exactly. Yo, he, he magically, uh, uh, die. he doesn't yeah. die. And- or, or it's a war, but them niggas, man boy finds his way to escape or what. And it's just, I didn't, what makes shows like snowfall effective and what made a show like power become ineffective is when you marry characters. Yeah. I don't like getting married to characters. Like when niggas need to die, they need to die. If we trying to keep this shit real and, um, cause it was something we're going to get into it when we get into the finale. It was some moments in the finale as great as I thought that episode was. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. It was some moments where I was like, Nope, they kind of 50 cent me right there, dog. Um, fuck it. We here, man. Well, let's 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 okay. Lead into it. Let's All right, we gonna we gonna get into it, man. But, but uh, that, rest in peace to man boy. Now then, um, that man boy shit was cool. Um, I like how Unk and them niggas put the murder game down. I like how Unk whooped Franklin ass. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed Franklin getting his ass beat. But more importantly, he got his ass beat humbly. Hey, you whooping my ass? I know I can't fight. I'm trying. Matter of fact, I got my ass whooped on purpose. Yeah, I wanted you to whoop my but ass. But when he was like. When your wife and your sister ask me what I did to stop you, I'm gonna tell them everything I did, everything I could, or whatever, whatever yeah. the line was. Yeah, and I'm like, and also, oh, uh, you know, not for nothing. Uh, Franklin's a lot smaller than Unc. Facts, uh, a lot injured. Yeah, yeah, we ducked and dodged a couple shots and bye bye. Hey, <laughs> real quick, real quick. Stop reposting that video of Unk talking like that. It's fake. It's not. That's real. not how he talks. I'm trying like, to tell y'all niggas it's not I've, real. I've said it in like three different fucking uh, groups, man. That's not how Unk talk. Quit y'all, reposting that. Y'all shit. got YouTube. Y'all got Google. That's, man, that's this nigga you... Amin Joseph been acting for 90 years. That nigga got mad videos talking normally. That nigga, nigga on like, Hot 97 yeah, every like, year for the last three years <laughs> of the season. He on sway. Like, that's just not yeah, how like, he talks. It's just not, like relax. Um, I love so. Unk, and we talked about it a few episodes ago, Unk's dynamic shifted heavy this season. Like, he's no longer the fucking dumb jock, just kind of in over his head ass nigga, but he's also no longer the follower. Unk really trying to step up his leadership at home because Aunt Louie been running shit for a long time, dog, but with Louie down now, like, uh, hey. Like, so, for me, the change in Unk happened in... Final episode, season three. Yeah, like when he I, saw that fucking murder, I, shit got real. Yeah, right. He was yep. like, "Well, listen, all right. I know we selling for my for my nephew. My nephew, the smart one, and like, he doing this blah blah blah. But like, you didn't. I don't think he understood how deep they were in, and it wasn't just like a thing that they were doing yeah. that can, can stop at any time. When right? Unk pulled up to the bottoms, if y'all go look at that season three finale, look at Unk face when he walked through the bot. He looks. Scared, disturbed, shocked. He looks like it. It literally looks like how I imagine if someone dropped me a thousand years in the future, and I see on some Terminator Two shit how the world really mm. looks. You'll be looking around like, "Oh my fucking good! What the I fuck? I can't believe this is what's happening." Yeah. But unfortunately, imagine that is literally happening right yeah. now. You yeah. looking around? There's dead bodies everywhere. Blood. Scully, Scully running around with the yeah. with the Mac Ten. Them nigga Scully and the and the other blood. They walked dead past Unk, and that nigga Unk just stared at him and like, looked at him. 
what the fuck? And then he got there when uh when Manboy and them was pulling off, and we already know how I feel about that scene when yeah. Manboy and them peel out after the fucking shooting. Like, Unk literally looked in that scene like he had walked into hell. And and for the record, that scene is what started the beef this whole season. Yep, Manboy's fault. Yep. Can we disagree that that's Manboy's fault? He start he went through the bottles and shot that bitch up one thousand, and that started the yeah. that started the shit. So your 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 brother started the beef. They got your daughter killed. What's fucked up? Speaking of that, um, Khadija, yeah, Khadija, how did you feel about her death, and and the way they set that up? Uh, I liked it, um, because it was some smart shit that Louis actually um yeah. put in play, yeah, um, because they was like he, you know, he was thinking about using T. Um, but that didn't work, right? Yeah. Because I, I used T already, so I yeah, can't use can't her. retroactively do that again. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, no, call Diamond and, you know, whatever the whole girl name is. She's like, look, them motherfuckers are murdered for hire. You, you up the money, you'll get them. They don't give a fuck who yeah. you is. They just want bread. And um, I like how they got they played with Wanda. Wanda, excellent fucking actor. Yeah, she, yeah. Like on some Inception shit. She's a cool actor because she's a cool actor. Yeah. But the Wanda character played that role to the point, she was like, yeah. well, "Ain't you in love with the nigga?" I, I, I give you that, <laughs> but I took a bullet for the nigga, so I'm like, yeah. and I don't like how he responded. Yeah. So we'll see that I can get some revenge. She didn't kill that scene. Dog. I'm like, all right, I could believe yeah. it. That was some believable shit. Um, and it was like, you, if you wanda right, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm this ex crackhead. I'm cleaning up my life. Da da da. Here go a chance for me to help y'all. Make a couple dollars, I get a couple dollars, and we get revenge on the nigga who I took the bullet for, who I was in love with, who got me on this crack in the first place. It's that's believable, dog. Like, she, they was like, "Why the fuck would you do? Don't you let a nigga?" And she, yeah. she like, "The nigga ain't." I took a bullet from him. He won't give me no fucking money. I'm broke yeah. as fuck out here, so I can either get some revenge. And, all right, bet. Nah, they played that perfect, dog. So you know they set everything up. You know, got the money, had a little Mexican standoff or whatever. <laughs> um, the reason I enjoyed this scene and how she got set up, two things. One, she talked to to, to Scully. Yeah. And Scully like, nigga, you need to get that hate about your heart. Scully was trying to warn her and man, boy. Like, I'm like, I, all right, before we get back to Khadijah, dog, let's talk about how you feel about Scully's change. We was talking about unk changing. Scully whole demeanor changed after their daughter got killed. 100%. Like, it was like it was like once the anger finally left him. Once the sherm left. Once the sherm left, once the drugs got out of system, the anger left him, and then he actually got kind of taken over by the emotion of the shit. Scully ain't want to do this shit no more, dog. I think also Scully felt that God was punishing him for putting that boy on the cross. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Back to episode one. He he put that boy on the cross, and now he was he and he literally said yeah. when he was praying, like I think God, this is God yeah. doing this stuff. I mean, you can't you can't kill nobody, and put him on the cross. No, nah, you you crucified someone. Come on, bro. I will ruin and you your got, life. And you got the idea in a church? Yeah. Like how 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 you think you get how you think At a goes? funeral. Like, yeah, I, I could see all the layers of why he would have started to think and again, when you throw in the drug induced part of it, why he would begin to think, yo, this is not only a punishment for the, the things that I've done, but this is a direct from God. And it looked like them two are into some voodoo yeah. some shit, right? Yeah. What I would have wished for Khadijah's character is if y'all would have introduced her 
um, as a gangster hood person as well mm. because she was deaf mute. Yeah. Up until the daughter got killed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if y'all would have let me know that she was gang gang too, which by default you actually have to be when your brother's the leader of the gang, your baby yeah. daddy's the leader of the other. Like, so you actually have to be with the shit. Yeah. Um, but they never showed that. So it was a stretch for me to even get to me to initially. Accept that. Yeah. But then once I accepted it, like, yo, this is just yeah. her natural shit. Um, and she was so filled with hate that she couldn't see it. I can't see how a player can't see herself getting played. I mean, you would you couldn't see that shit. She was, and it's wild too because as as crazy and unorthodox as Scully has always moved since we got introduced to him, um, what he was telling her was real. Like, dog, you don't see how bad you fucking up. Like, and but even you go back to Man Boy before he died, he was telling her like, yo, you need to let me do this shit. Like, we're trying to strategically do shit against a strategic nigga, and you trying to run up in that bitch. Frankie want to rob the bank. Uh, you can't go at Franklin like that, dog. Scully unpredictable, but he's not stupid. Facts. Like them drugs and them yeah. sh- and, and, and the sherm and them shroom. Oh, That's everything. to deal with the mental nigga. It also, it heightens certain shit. Yeah. Why is fucking you up? It like, yo, he, he knew the vibes was off. Uh-huh. The vibes was off. Yep. Like he yep. knows everything, some, every time something going on. He knew Franklin was trying to set him up the first time. Yeah. He was like... And if if you said I'm a kill everybody in your family. like he for, like yeah. he never Scully's like you said he not an idiot he not a dumb same way Unk ain't an idiot like these are smart grown ass men dog Scully was right every time he even though Man Boy made a great speech to his sister about you know I was the one who did this and yeah. did that Scully told that nigga you're not gonna be able to do this shit. Yeah. That's Cap. Yeah. He ain't say that, but like, yeah. no, nigga, that's Cap. And he was right. And Scully was telling Man Boy the same shit that Franklin always told Man Boy. Hey, not as smart as you think you are. I know you think you smart. I know you think you strategic. I know you think you got all these different, but you're you not who you think you are. You bro. big fish, small pond smart. Facts. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Like you, you impress niggas that's easily impressed. Like, I went to Cass. Yeah. Also went to Cody. Mm-hmm. You 3.8 at Cody ain't 3.8 at Cass. Yeah. You smart. Yeah. Like, I can't call you an idiot or not no at dumb. All. You, not you at all. It. But, like, the grading scale different over here. Mm-hmm. 80% not a B over yeah. here. That's a C. Hey, sports shit. Yo, over here, 2-5, we'll let you play. Over there, you got to have a 3-5. You want to play this shit? You got to have a 3. You just got to move a little different, nigga. State of Michigan say 2-5. Nigga, your coach say three five, nigga. Yeah. So either step it up or get it going. And like you said, man, boy, was that mm, big fish, small pond? But yeah. then he tried to play that big game. Like and he he had the potential, but you won't mm-hmm. let it go because you're too smart to be doing the dumb shit that you're doing. Yeah, like you are actually out in the field shooting yeah. and doing drive-bys, nigga. You the brains, man, boy, and Khadijah suffer from the same fate. Um, they personalized. They moves too much. Um, to the point you just made, man, boy, you out in the field shooting. Why? Why? Niggas don't die differently because you in the car and you shot the shit. Send and your man in them. What he said to Franklin, you should have applied to yourself. He said that Franklin was getting, he said, like, everything you do business, right? So when you do some fucked up shit to me, I be mad, but I understand it because it's just business. Yeah. But the because you won't hand over Leon, oh, you fucking up because you making this shit personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, it it looked that way. Yeah. But 
one thing I did feel like they not a stretch because they they tried to establish it, but it felt a little premature by the time Man Boy died. Um, his obsession with getting the plug, like yeah. it felt like just a tiny baby bit of a reach as that being like the thing that they was going. Because it was, I started thinking back, like nigga. Franklin was never going to give you the plug. He was never going to tell T who the plug was for her to be able to tell you. Like, it was just certain shit where it was like, well, we could have figured something better than that. To an extent, but like, technically, he'd been trying to get the plug since the first episode. From the rip. From the rip. Because T, the whole time, was his attempt at getting the plug. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, like, I get it. You know, we didn't know that was what the deal was. You know, we we ended up figuring it out. Um, It just felt... By the time he died, it felt like a re- like obviously Khadijah going wild and crazy because hey, you killed my daughter in front of me. Like I'm rogue at that point. When you kill my daughter, nigga, I'm I'm fucking in these streets and I'm shooting whoever. I understood Khadijah's sort of lack of strategy in her approach. I tell you why the the shit fell apart uh-huh. is because one, you find out my plug. Who says he's gonna deal with you? Facts. Just in general. Off top. Nigga, I don't know. You just killed my best customer. Why the fuck I'm going to deal with you? I'm pissed. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? One, you're not guaranteed that he's going to work with you. The other part where it, that don't, it don't fall apart there, that's just a 50, that's a chance yeah. that you take. Yep. But it fell apart when you found out that the plug is the CIA. Mm. Why do you think the CIA is going to work, work with, with you? you. It, it, they won't. Like, and so that goes back to you not as smart as you think you yeah. are. Because you hear that... The CIA is Franklin's plug, and your plan don't change. You like still got what? the same plan. You still finna. You think you finna walk up on a CIA agent and say, "Yo, I take the weight, nigga. Nigga, I will kill you, fam. I I will kill you and literally make sure that your name never exists in the world. Now, I will ghost you. What he should have did was got closer to Franklin, become Franklin's number two. Yeah. Get Leon and them up out of there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If something ha- then if something happens to Franklin, then I can move in yeah. with the pl- like. And come on, think about or it. Like use the oh shit, the nigga I get my drugs from is the CIA. Oh no, nah, nigga, I'm well, nigga, run me some, give me an extra discount, nigga, because I know this, Damn. I know the information. Fuck the discount, give me more weight. Yeah, like now we finna take over. Like the way that, and we'll we'll get to the details, but the way that uh, Unc and Aunt was like. Yeah, we're going to expand now. We're going to do our own thing now. But as man boy, you should have looked at that and been like, oh, nigga, hold up. I'm one of your biggest distros. You getting this shit hands free from the fucking government. Nigga, I need more weight. I'll put in more money. I don't give a fuck. The price of the brick can go up if I'm moving this weight at the level that I know is coming in. He was small pawn because he was like, nigga, you think I need Compton? Or wherever, the, yeah. or wherever he was at. Yeah. Um, t- nigga, I got Arkansas. I got, I'm got. i about to get Detroit. I'm about to get shit. Like, yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. And yet. that's, Man Boy didn't think beyond Compton. Yeah. He he thought very locally. He thought very, like you said, small fish, big, big fish, small pond. He didn't think outside the pond. He thought because he was so big and because he ran shit in this one big-ass area that it was just going to go away. It, it didn't ultimately end up going. Khadijah. People who are intelligent. Um, try to substitute confidence for intelligence. Facts. Um, and Facts. That's, and that's it, the most. That's they look the stupid every time. Every fucking time. Um, Khadijah did what I thought she was going to do. She walked into her own death. Um, and she did it because she was looking. She was tunnel vision. She was tunnel vision. It was hell bent. I got to kill Leon. Got to kill Franklin. They killed my daughter. And she stopped listening to people, dog. And I knew when Scully told her that cryptic ass shit he said, 
I knew what what her fate was going to be. I didn't know if she was going to die episode nine or ten, but I knew she was headed out of there. I'm dog. glad she died like that, though. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad that she, Unk shot her mid sentence. Yep. Because Leon, you looking for absolution from her? Man, you trying to be absolved of your sins? Yeah. I get it. Because you killed a kid, you want her to say sorry. She like fuck that. Yeah. Why do I gotta be the big person? Nah. nah. Same shit she told Leon in that dream four episodes ago. Nigga, I'm gonna haunt you for the rest of your life. This vision of you killing my daughter gonna haunt you for the rest of your life. Sorry. Like we not here. I'm not here to hear no motherfucking uh fucking monologue. Yeah. No, I I love dog. Episode nine, Unk was the MVP. Unk was the MVP, not even a question. He was Kevin Durant that episode, dog. That nigga did everything that needed to be done. Cause real life, Franklin let uh man boy get too many words off. Nigga, what the fuck is you letting this nigga get speeches off? Bow, nigga, pow, shoot that nigga, dog. Shot nigga in the throat. Like, come on, man. Let's end this shit, dog. Unk got busy. Um all right, right uh, that was a punch. Yeah, and, super uh, punch, man. We don't remember where we was at. <laughs> and it don't fucking matter, because we finna play this voice note from the guy, Rob Silva. I think this is the Snowfall finale voice note. If it's out of place, then pardon me, but I'm about to play it for my dog anyway. What's up, pod gods? Just a couple of questions for y'all fellas regarding uh, Snowfall. Do you see Franklin becoming more and more of a criminal who has no moral conscience? Do you think season five is the final season? And what's your take on Leon, Louis, and Jerome as far as their relationship with Franklin? Um, Big Ant, I hope you're feeling better. And I'll listen to the program. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about the series and the season finale. Later. Rob Silva, appreciate you always, man. Shout out to you and your queen. Um, asked a great question. Two great questions. A f- couple great questions was in there. Um, do we see Franklin turning into more of a criminal? Like, what's what's the future for Franklin? So listen, Franklin is a sociopath. One thousand percent. Like there's there's no other way about like we've seen Franklin kill people right yeah what season the season two two that nigga niggas was out of line he just shot a nigga in the head just to just to prove a point mm-hmm. like Franklin don't care nah. about he only cares about the people who he cared about before he got into yeah into drugs yeah like to the point where um yo these are the people that I consider family and yeah. if this change I'll kill anybody who get trying yeah. to get I'm not it's dealing a reason with any, that. Leon and Unk have been able to say some of the things they've said to Franklin or do some of the things. It's the reason that that happened inconsequentially, nigga, because at the end of the day, these is my fam. Yeah. The rest of you niggas are expendable. And and when I started this shit, guess what? Yeah. My dad wasn't a part of it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You kind of you tried to you kind of came into the fold. Yeah. But yeah. you wasn't a and part. And you of tried it. to be down too. Like Pops was down for a minute and then he was down till he wasn't. Cause let's go ahead and jump into this finale. Um, Alton, what the fuck, my nigga? God damn, dude. I, so it was funny. Um, before the finale, uh, me and Jay was texting. Oh yeah, episode nine. Uh, uh, reporter lady oh, got oh, killed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Irene. Um, so Irene had gone on the radio, the, the little black uh, power radio station, and she went on there talking shit about all the evidence she got against CIA. She ain't tell the, a lot. The day after Teddy drugged her. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you knew not to go do this. <laughs> you knew better, Irene. 
Irene Abbe, Abbe. Um, but she got on the radio, start popping shit. So Teddy was like, all right, meet me for a drink. Huh? They went out, had drinks. What you think was going on in this scene? When they was at the bar? Yeah. Cause this is after Teddy got quote unquote fired. Yeah. Um, did you think he was going to tell? No, no, no. I think he was telling I, for real, right? I, I thought this was 100%, because we just talked about Franklin being a sociopath. Teddy is probably the biggest sociopath <laughs> on this motherfucker. And um, I thought this was Teddy in full sociopath mode, Um, where, yo, I'm about to pretend I didn't got fired. Yeah, fuck it, even if I really did. No, he, if I, I, we didn't know at the yeah. time, but it was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, he's like, yo, I'm about to just pretend I got fired, make her feel like like I'm with her now, and like I didn't want to do none of this shit, and da-da-da. I'm a befriender. So what I was thinking in this episode, hey. everything that Teddy said, I think he 100% believed. Yeah. He felt... Sociopath shit. Like, I was able to go to therapy. Yeah. I was able to tell this stranger who I know I'm killing as soon as we get about this motherfucker. As soon as we leave, nigga. I can tell you, the motherfuckers think they're going to take this shit away from me? I built this shit brick, brick by, by brick. brick. And I'd be damned <laughs> if, if y'all fucking, let it tear down just because I don't like how the American people. Yeah. Just, like, you know and because I don't read the newspaper, nigga. Fuck out of here. <laughs> like, and, and when he was talking to her, I, I do think, to your point, um, for him, that was therapeutic. Yo, I get, let me get this shit off because this is on. This is what's really on my mind right now. Can't tell. Only other person I could possibly sit down and say any of this shit to is Franklin, and I'm not finna do that because right now, nigga, me and Franklin ain't necessarily seeing the eye to eyes that we've ever seen. So I'm gonna sit down with her. I'm gonna tell her everything I need to tell her. Give her all the shit she could think she could use in a fucking uh, article. Who you think drugged her? Because I'm thinking like, well, I don't know who picked the restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because whoever picked the place, I'm like, oh, this nigga got the bartender in on it. Because the, the bartender thing. got the drinks, and uh-huh. she watched him the whole time. Yeah. And then he she was worried. Drink, like, yeah. no, this nigga about to drug me. But here was the thing, too. Why are you even drinking with this nigga? Fuck whether he going to spike the drink. Don't even let yourself get incapacitated. <laughs> like, in any point. If y'all was sitting down and you was pouring your own drinks. No, nigga, you don't trust. Fam, he just was in your house with his gloved hand over your mouth telling you, bitch, this happened again, you're going to die. You're going to die. I'm warning you. I was there two days ago at your crib. Why which, you was this? A, which was a mistake. Yeah. Kill yeah. her. He should have killed her the first time. Like, this shit yeah. is. <laughs> she should have never got to the radio. I, think, I seen somebody pull. Niggas, post be careful like, what you saying on that radio. I seen something. Somebody posted, like, yo, this shit is so fucking good that it got me rooting for the CIA over the oh, black I Panther. posted that in the page, dog, <laughs> like, like on our social. Because, nigga, how are we rooting for the CIA over the fucking Black Panther radio bring down a corrupt system? Fam, dog. But, hey, she got drugged. She got slumped. And then I knew when... um. When her and Teddy walked to the parking lot and they was going to the car, she was keeping such a keen eye on this nigga. I thought the car was blowing up when she turned the key. I thought that, and then I was in my mind, not granted. This is the 80s. This car bomb. It's car, it's car <laughs> bomb era. Nigga. Yeah, nigga. This is when it started. But then I'm also in my mind, like, because I was super in the spittle at this point. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, I could just be high. But I'm thinking of like mad ways. I'm like, the car could blow up. It's yeah. going to be a drive-by. It's going to be, I'm like, oh, man, boy, finna kill her. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. And then she just watched Teddy get in the car and drive off. And I was like, oh, shit. The distance. I'm like, hey, maybe Teddy wasn't, maybe I had my nigga wrong. Maybe he's not a sociopath. And then next thing you know, nigga, <laughs> bow. She doze off, car crash. Teddy walks up. So then I'm thinking like, okay, 
Maybe he's Yo, is Teddy's drink. gloves the new murder fit? Because when that nigga pull them gloves out, nigga, somebody dying. Did, did he have a hat on? Because the hat is the part of his okay. murder fit, for real. Oh, look. Did he have a hat? I don't remember. I think it's the gloves and the sunglasses. When they come out, the aviator, niggas got to die. Them aviators come out, my nigga. You better watch the fuck out. Aviators, the aviators. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> aviators come out. It's a wrap. Hey, man. He walked up on her ass and just gone. And he went and gave her the little strangle. Um... Then I was thinking, like, Teddy, this is how much of a sociopath he is. You literally have a killer who just hangs with you and does whatever you tell him to do. Why is your hands even on this, dog? Like, you got to make sure it's done right. Gustavo would have did. That's one thing Gustavo would do is make sure a nigga did. Nigga, send Gustavo in there to make sure. Sh- but Gustavo was a sloppy nigga. I'm, I'm not. True, I'm not. True. He not like CIA. Yeah. That nigga gonna have his fucking uh, mud from his car hearts <laughs> and, and boots all like. Like he a sloppy nigga. Uh, he also likes to maybe I do, maybe I do. Like no nigga. He was like, okay. Uh, it was Teddy. <laughs> like the, nigga. The solo, the the moment he found out he was CIA, he got arrested. Nigga. Not even ten hours uh, later. Dog. Same day. That nigga went and got arrested. Like, well, I'm the CIA. Like, Gustavo, what? <laughs> Gustavo Ponytail had me fucked up on one of them episodes. I was kind of high, right? Um, cause I'm, I'm on a lot of controlled substances <laughs> right now. It was one of them episodes I was rewatching at the Spittle. Now, it might have been the finale in that little scene where they show him and uh, Teddy's boss. And, dog, I could not. It was like my eyes couldn't open, bro. And I was like... Who the fuck is this bitch with this ponytail? And I was just sitting there. I thought Gustavo was a chick for like 10 minutes, dog. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then when they showed the file from the other girl, I was like, where this bitch cut, dog? It, it blew my mind, dog. I'm on too many drugs. But um, so, yeah, Irene, dead. Dead as fuck. Uh, do you- hey, look, what's funny about this <laughs> shit, right, is because after she died, like the next scene is like Franklin and his mama. Yeah. Um, sitting in the hospital and the death of her comes on the screen. Yeah, yeah. And Franklin don't move a bud. She don't mm-hmm. nothing. And his mom just look at Franklin in the face and then Teddy, some random white guy, walks into the hospital in the hood and yeah. Franklin goes over and talks to him and she thinking like, this is the CIA. Like she's watching yeah. this whole shit play out. Like that was some, that's some amazing shit. Dog. That's the quote unquote. I think man. every character outside of, obviously, Franklin, starting to realize, like, dog, this shit's so much deeper than we ever imagined, bro. But the problem with that is some of these niggas, so you either get scared by how deep this shit is, like Alton, or you get, quote, inspired to do more, like Unc and Auntie, and it's like, I y'all kind of want to... So the, 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 the gift and the curse... Um, about Franklin um, and or any alpha personality who was in leadership, yeah. um, who was a really good supreme leader, yeah. is they never get too worried and they always figure I'm in control and I can handle this shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good characteristic to have because when shit hits the fan, you need somebody who can be level-headed, right? Mm-hmm. And like, look, nigga, I'm going to fix this shit. Um and for the most part, he always fixes it. But ultimately, there's going to be a time that comes where you can't fix it. Yeah. And um, people are going to get really hurt in the process. And that's the gift and the curse. And what's kind of crazy is if you if you pay attention to the trajectory that they both on, 
Franklin is Teddy. You just a step behind. Like, nigga, Teddy is the exact, they're the same person. Like, sociopaths, they, they fucking do their own thing. They leaders, they can't be told what to do. They have it in their mind what their plan is, and they're going to execute it regardless. What's going to be, what's going to be Franklin's drug? Because <sighs> I, I doubt he's going to do crack. No, 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 no. Franklin ain't, he he not getting on that. Will um, he turn to an alcoholic? Like, cause he's gonna, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be some, his, something. It's gonna be a vice. He's gonna need an addiction. He's gonna need a vice for sure. Could be women. Honestly, I think his we've we've seen traits of this, but I think it is money. I think that nigga we we haven't seen it like on the like yo I'm stunned I gotta be rich rich rich. But there have been episodes throughout the series where it's just like yo like I want to be taken care of. like. I don't want to stop making this money. nigga. <laughs> I just don't. And I'm like, as things go forward, he about to get a new plug. Now next season, they got a new nigga coming in. Now he ain't even going to have that relationship or that personal relationship that he had with Teddy. Now it's just going to be all about making his bread dog. And I feel like anything that threatens that is going to really start making Franklin make some decisions that we probably never seen him make before. Yeah. Um, so episode 10, starts episode off. 10 starts. Alton <sighs> walking in on some black power when he was the, yeah. when he was like alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when he was on his real, real Panther shit and um alcoholic too. Yeah, yeah. And he went to go pick up Franklin from school. Well, he went down to the schools they called him. Cause Franklin didn't want to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. And Alton said, motherfucker, he don't have to. He don't even go to this school no more. We out. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like that's going to be Jay as a parent. <laughs> Straight revolutionary. Like, hey, he ain't want to get up. Y'all got a problem with it. We gone. Nigga, new school district. Dog. But he also told Franklin essentially to make his own decisions. Yep. And don't let nobody tell you. Nobody. Emphasis on nobody. Including you, dad. Because guess what? When I'm grown and I'm 21 years old. I'm making my own decisions. And I'm the biggest drug dealer in the world. Nigga, you will not tell me, Franklin, we got to stop and move to Cuba. No, buddy. Sorry. Won't happen. If I don't want to, I don't have to, my nigga. If I don't want to, I literally won't. You told me. You taught me that. And then here's the other thing that I don't think. Because Alton pissed me off a lot during this finale. Alton, dog, this is not a fucking switch flip type situation. This ain't an off on type situation. Frustrating, dog. This ain't my, yo... I know my son been selling drugs for you. I get it, but we got to put a stop to that. Fam. Nigga, what? That ain't how this is going to work ever, my nigga. Like, to be so allegedly smart, why the yeah. fuck you so obtuse? Yeah. You you got to think a little bit, f- like, broader than that, Alton. You, 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 a child. No, he's not. That's a grown man, dog. It's, it's interesting, though, who we think a child is. Yeah. Depending on what they're doing. Because he's 21. He a child when I'm trying to protect him. He grown and can make his own decisions when he's taking care of me. It's a big deal. It's a big difference, dog. So the episode starts with with Alton telling Franklin, don't ever let nobody tell you what to do. And then they jumped right into it, dog. (laughs) So after Irene died, your man Alton (laughs) said, fuck it, nigga. I'm taking over the airwaves. And this nigga is on the radio. And we don't know it yet. Franklin riding with Leon. First time they've been in the car together. They've been in the car. We ain't seen them in the car since, since drive, motherfucker. Yeah. We ain't seen it in a long time. So they riding. Leon fro blowing in the wind. Shit looking like a normal day. Then uh, a nigga Leon looked over at Franklin. He asked him a question. He said, hey, 
Hey, you really think uh, Teddy killed that Irene lady? Franklin just looked at that nigga like, bitch, you know you fucking killed. Like, come on, bro. Like, you, Leon, catch up to where we at right now, bro. Like, this ain't the projects, nigga. We in some real life deep shit. And then that nigga Franklin fucking beeper goes off. They pull over. He go to the pay phone. Don't you miss them days, nigga, when you got a 911 page. Go drop a quarter real quick, see who calling you, what they want. He go over there. He called. It's Teddy. Teddy say, real calmly at first. I could wonder if I can still get a pager. Probably. I'm sure you can. I'm going to get a cell phone that nobody got the number from. And if you want to talk to me, you got to page, page me. I'm going to yeah. call you private. <laughs> like, I like that. Yeah. That nigga, uh, Teddy say, hey, Franklin, you listen to the radio? Or are you near a radio? Franklin say, uh, yeah. Like, why? Why? What the fuck nigga said, why the fuck you think, nigga? <laughs> say, okay, let me call you back. <laughs> that nigga ran to that car. Oh, man. When he got in the fucking car and turned that radio on, dog, yo nigga Alton has lost it. Like, so, so I, I didn't understand um, where Irene, um, purchased or financed her audacity her, her audacities from yeah, yeah um but when she did she got killed for it yeah yeah yep um alton your son beat the shit out you twice trying to stop you you know what i'm saying yep. like i can end you my nigga yeah. um you think the cia can't damn that nigga alton said <laughs> alton said <laughs> you come around here you can't get clapped <laughs> dog that nigga alton say um I don't give a fuck about their rules. See, that was the thing. She was trying to follow their rules. That's why she got killed. No, nigga, you finna get killed for the same shit. Like, it's, I know the nigga name. His name Oh, is, my, bro, when that nigga said his alias is Reed Thompson, I know his real name, and I got picked. Dog, I'm looking at the whole screen on the TV like, I think I'm finna get shot for this shit, dog. Like, you, like, do you understand what this means for people? Dog. I understand that you have a noble cause. Yeah. And we, we talk about Do all you the time. Because I the, eh. I mean, like, yeah, the, you yeah, know, yeah, the poison yeah. of the neighborhood, the whole nine yards, right? But you cannot burn a CIA asset because everybody that asset is connected to is now in danger of being killed. And you don't know how many operations yep. that that alias has been attached to. Because in order for this alias to be good in certain areas, I had to build it up over time. Man. So now... An operation I may have did seven years ago that has different people in different positions, nigga. That was with Teddy. Yeah. Oh, so you came in through Teddy? Oh, you did. You did. You like you can't do like, that and think people are gonna be okay with it. The fact that he thought this shit was just finna like go down smoothly after the way that he did it, like bro. Because here's my other thing. You was Stupid. talking about uh, Irene, right? Or he was talking about Irene and like, yo, she died. Irene Abe, you know, it ain't a coincidence she died. They say car accident. No, the CIA killed her. And it was because she was trying to follow their rules and do it their way. I'm going to do it my way. No, you're doing it the same way she did. You're doing exactly what she did. And guess what happened? Nigga. You got and killed. Because then my, my <laughs> radio nigga that. was like, my radio nigga was like, yo, I hear you. And I think you telling the truth, brother, I do. But he was like, where your proof at? He was like, Irene had the evidence. So, nigga, even more reason why you should probably be a little more low. Yo, the, the black nigga ain't never on the radio. He ain't never say nothing. Black nigga on the radio ain't even announced the name of his show, nigga. He like, like, hey, welcome back to the radio. This is the radio show. Even when Irene was like, uh, <laughs> you sure you want to do this? <laughs> yeah. 
Because, nigga, motherfuckers know if we're talking about the CIA on the level that we talk about the CIA, why would death you, is upon us. Why would, why like, would you get on the radio and tell your whole entire family? Fam. You don't have any other family besides Franklin, your wife, and Louie, and like. Your whole entire family is about to and go to prison. Sissy fucking really the you. only one of them that like you. Like you, the rest of them just related to you, motherfucker. Like, like literally, you're telling on your son, yeah, your wife, and her whole. You don't so, have anybody else. So Jay, you are you're you're a prideful black man. Um, you're a well-read, smart, just sort of you. You're a principled black man. Willfully ignorant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we already know. No, no, no. But um, you, 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 you love your family. Yeah. If you're in a situation like Alton, where, hey, we can keep things going the way they've been going, and I can just sort of deal with the the mental angst that comes from, hey, I'm kind of involved in poison industries, even if it's indirect, because Alton, you ain't really a part of this. You just know about it. Would you do that, or would you blow the whole shit up? What 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 road are you taking right there, Todd? Um, I would talk to my son, yeah, and say, "Hey, I think you fucking up the community. I think you doing all this shit right. Um, I do think the funds that you give back to me that I'm putting in the neighborhood, um, it doesn't fix what you're doing, yeah, but it it, it opens up an opportunity for folks to come and get help. Facts. What I need from you, um, is to make sure that this shit is insulated." Because ultimately, I think you're going to ultimately go down. Yeah. Um, I love you, and I don't want that to happen. Um, I don't support it no more. Mm -mm. But I I still love you. I don't support it. I need you to be insulated. So this place will be insulated. So worst come to worst, this place will be here to help the people that you're doing. Yeah. Don't ostracize him because you don't have this place without him. Yeah. Um, Or get your fucking money and go to Cuba. Man, so here was my issue with with Alton's whole approach. And it's been the same issue for four straight episodes. At no point did he ever just go talk to Franklin. He never went and did it. He never went and did it before he talked to Irene. He never went and did it before he talked to Sissy. Never went and did it before he went on the radio. You keep talking to every other nigga except Franklin, bro. But you know how they be. You know how he going. You know he ain't going to do this. Why don't you find out first? Damn, just sit down. He's still your son. And guess what? Had you talked to that nigga four episodes ago, he still respected you. Now you done not only lost his respect, you gaining enemies along the way now. Now you didn't drop the plug name. Come on, bro. Come on. Fam, it was literally, it was in that moment when he said his alias is Reed Thompson. I got pictures. I'm gonna drop his real name. I'm gonna die. It was in that moment. I was like, there's no way Alton's not gonna die. Even when he doesn't die later, when we thought he was gonna die, and then he don't die. I was like, yeah, he still kind of got to die, bro. Like, um, you don't get around that, dog. The real person who wrote the article um, about the CIA and drugs, um, the whole nine yards, um, he committed suicide. And Allegedly. By, and by 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 commit suicide, I mean he shot himself in the head twice. In the back of the head. He shot himself in the back of the head twice. Now, it was some years after the article was mm-hmm. uh, put out. But, yeah, he committed suicide by shooting himself in the back of the head twice. twice. But you know what's funny? Twice. And by, by funny, I mean ironic, not ha-ha funny. Um, even what you just said, it was some years after the article. It wasn't immediate. It didn't just happen. You're going to die, nigga. You're going to die. That was my whole point with Alton. Like, dog, y'all can go to Cuba and become fucking Fidel Castro. You can go over there and live the rest of your life. But if you are about to celebrate your 85th birthday in Cuba, 
and you just randomly see a nigga with some aviators, it's time to die. Why that day? Who knows? But it's time to die. Because one thing that's guaranteed to happen when you do the shit you're doing with CI, you're going to die, bro. That's just it. You can't blow niggas' covers. You can't blow whole operations. You can't blow whole, like, war. Fam, Alton, like, consider the fucking level of shit that you know y'all are involved in. What's the shit on um, Showtime um, with the CIA? Claire Danes. Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, fuck, not boss. Um, uh, God damn it. Dude went over there, got converted. House, uh, fuck. Hold on. Nope, I'm going to look it up because it's going to piss me off. Claire Danes, great actress, by the way. Um, Homeland. Homeland. Homeland, yeah. Hey, yo, my nigga, the CIA. Yeah. I understand that their primary focus at the CIA is just intelligence. Yeah. So they, they're the ones who spy and snoop and everything. Do you understand the kind of agents to, like the CIA have, my nigga? Man, what was funny was uh, <laughs> the CIA. When, when Franklin was talking to Alton, that nigga Franklin even said, he was like, Are you scared of the CIA? Yes. Yes. Nigga. But then he looked at Alton, he was like, Yo, you can't go after Reed. That is a trained killer. <laughs> like, I need you to understand. Like, I know that you look at him like that's my man and shit, and I go get dope from him, and that's cool. And he a little nigga. Teddy ain't a big, like, oversized, uh, threatening dude. Like, he not a hulking figure. But, fam, that is a trained murderer, bro. No, nah, this, uh, this is what... Uh Alton said when um <laughs> when he asked him, "Are you scared of Reed Thompson and shit?" Uh, to this man definitely concerns me a little bit. You know what I mean? But you know, I, I packed that thing too. So he come around this way, you will get caught. <laughs> Just like this nigga. But what was funny? Alton literally said that he was like, "I mean." I done did some dirt on my own, nigga. And it's like, no, nigga, you done did dirt. That is a trained murderer, nigga. Like the government trained him to kill. So why they this was this is they having this conversation why they in Franklin crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, well, let's talk about this because only because this shit was kind of funny. Um so after all this shit happens, Franklin clearly Teddy basically told Franklin, nigga, you better fucking talk to your dad right now, cause that nigga's a second from dying. So Franklin, like, all right. Let me get in touch with Pops. <laughs> he don't know how to get in touch with him. He went and asked Sissy. Sissy was like, yo, all I know is they said if I need him, go to the shelter. Franklin went to the shelter with Leon, tried to talk to the nigga that run the shelter. The nigga wouldn't give up where Alton was. Now, bro, why you was being so tight with the info? Like, my nigga, do you know who I am? Fram. Not like to push no weight around yeah, here. Yeah, but, like, no, but Like, literally, do you know who yeah, I am? Do you know me, why bro? You, why you? Why you fucking? That with nigga me? said, "If your daddy wanted you to be able to get in touch with him, I'm sure he would have told you how to do it." That nigga did the German Shepherd tilt. That nigga Franklin said, "Hey, are you aware of uh, <laughs> how all this shit is funded?" That nigga was like, "I mean, uh, he was like, hey, y'all get the fuck out with y'all broke ass, <laughs> nigga. Nigga, sir, you- why would you just not tell me?" How to get in touch with my dad. Period. I didn't say, tell me where he's at. I said, tell him to call me. Tell him to reach out to me. Why you... I'm literally telling you what y'all told my mom to do to get in touch with Alton. You don't have to give up a location. Just tell that nigga to meet me. Tell him to call me. So now I got to kick all the fucking homeless people out during the middle of lunch. They hungry. They finna go do drugs. And you too, nigga. Yeah, nigga (laughs) like... Huh, and that nigga Leon's... I thought Leon was going to smack, dog. I, I wanted Leon to, like, punch the nigga or something. I want like. Leon to um, show a bit of aggression um, sometime this season after he... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, but he gunshot. See, I don't know. Now, after that last scene with him and Franklin, Leon about to turn Scully. Everybody seemed like they out the game. <laughs> but um, the homeless kickout worked because uh, Alton and Franklin set up a meeting back at the house. Alton got there first. He walking around trying to figure out if Franklin in there or not. Grabbing money and he shooting. grabbing money and grabbing his little six shooter out the out the joint. Now, explain, help help me help me understand. Okay. Why the fuck you wouldn't get that shit first before you went to the radio station, my nigga? Like you just told my nigga, and then you gonna come back? What? Why, why the you fuck? You needed to have the blicky with you on the air. <laughs> you needed to be instructed to meet me back at the house to go back to the house to get your shit. You had zero protection on you, and you've been talking about the CIA. Come on, Alton. Alton, man boy. You Alton boy. You not as smart as you appear to be, nigga. I got dumb dumbs for dumb dumb. Like, come on, bro. This nigga talking about, you scared of the CIA? <laughs> nigga, yes. That nigga Franklin looked him dead nine. Motherfucker, yeah. Like, you not? It's the CIA, bro. Like, I don't know how powerful you think we are as a people, but a people, the Saint family ain't stronger than the CIA, fam. Sorry. I heard the snake in Alton voice. I seen this shit coming. Yeah. You heard him. Okay. Well, yeah. That's okay. Hit the nigga in the head. Well, before that, they had the shootout with Scully. Oh, yes. Scully pulled up. Um, Scully had told his man, it's like, yo, I don't give a fuck who y'all find it. I don't care if it's his mama house. Y'all better find me something. Oh, another shit I was right about. I asked on Twitter, what is Scully going to turn up now that his mm. baby mama and his daughter is dead? Yeah. And niggas told me that, yo, his spirit broke. He out the game. Yeah. I'm like. Nah, Scully nah. came out double barrel shotgun now. Now we got the sawed off boy. Um, so he put the gun in his man's, told him, yo, find me something. So apparently they found him Franklin Saint's mom's address. I didn't know this was hard to find. I thought everybody knew where Franklin lived. I mean, the nigga been living here his whole life. I thought this was common knowledge, but uh, right next door to the nigga he murdered. That everybody now, know I got off. On I, I mentioned this earlier. I said it was a couple things in the finale that I felt was a little unbelievable in the approach um and again i thought the finale was phenomenal 10 out of 10 from me but one of them things i felt was a little unbelievable in the approach was scully coming to franklin mom's crib i thought they would have been did that i thought they would have pulled up drive-by nah nigga pulling up knocking on the door hello because i want scully well because i'm hoping your mama answered the door so i can take what you love because you just took what i love you know what I'm I saying? ain't even mad at that approach, but when nobody answers the door, nigga, shoot. Like, I'm, I thought they was going to spray the crib up. That's what I thought the approach would have been. Nah, it's I, just, want, I, want, I want this shit to be personal. And I, and I get that. For me, my mind, I'm thinking, yo. And he probably think, oh, y'all in this bitch hiding anyway. It's middle of the day. You niggas yeah. ain't got jobs. That so nigga came up here. literally knocking on the door. Um, while Franklin and Alton were mid-combo. Franklin told Alton, take cover. And that's probably why, too. Because if you would have came to the door and didn't hear a conversation happening on the other side of the door, it would have been different. Yeah, so he he walked up, he knocked. Of course, them niggas ain't answering. Them niggas start hiding. So then he went to the back door, banged the little window out. Franklin do his... Yeah, Franklin get to panicking. Um, And then Scully come through. He walking through the crib with the shoddy. He ready to shoot something. And he walked... Now, granted... (laughs) Scully looked like he walked for about six blocks in that crib. That house is not that big. That nigga was walking for literally like four minutes. Side note, I um, know he had a very, very, very much so shot off, sawed off uh, yeah, shotgun. Yeah. Yo, that shit is not effective um, unless you ride up on a nigga because them shit spread out and 
that shit is not effective. Yeah. Unless you ride up on a nigga. Once yeah. you distance out, all right, yeah. my nigga, I might catch a couple pellets, but that bitch was sawed shorter than I've seen a shot. That saw. shit was like yeah. right after the pump. Yeah. Like nigga, yeah. you just out here throwing rocks at niggas. Like you got a handful of uh, yeah. gravel. We're just throwing shit at niggas. So he walking through the crib on some Elmer Fudd shit. He going, and then uh, he notices Franklin's reflection. And so he shoots at the reflection. Franklin shoot. Alton shoot. Everybody just start fucking shooting. And uh, Scully caught Alton in the shoulder. Franklin caught man or Scully in the stomach. Or Alton. Alton, shot Alton him in the caught stomach. him in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alton caught Manboy in the, or Scully in the stomach. So Scully fucking runs. He dips out the back door. Um, shot. And Alton got a little, yeah, a little shot, but it, I ain't going to call it a flesh wound, but it wasn't going to kill him. He was going to be all right. So Franklin and Alton in the living room, they cool now. Franklin like, yo, let me take you to get patched up. Let me take you to the hospital. Alton like, I'm good. Nigga, just put a bandage on it. We straight. Tell me where, tell me where Teddy at. And that nigga, Franklin <laughs> like, fam, you got to let this go, man. Like, this nigga will literally ruin us, bro. And if not us, you. Because I'm going to still do what I need to do with him. I'm not doing it, okay? <laughs> I'm not doing it, okay? Uh, and then this nigga like, okay. So Alton like, okay. that's cool. And then soon as fucking Franklin turned his head, Alton smacked that nigga with a, with a whatever globe or whatever the fuck he picked and up. And probably man. was like, you can get this for the shit the other night. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked your shit out Franklin ass, dog. And then Franklin woke up to sissy. Now peep this, though. Was that it? This the first time that the illusion, I didn't notice this shit at first. Okay. But this is when they pull back the curtain just a little On bit. him walking? Yeah. Oh, it's two scenes. It's this one and another one. We're going to get there. Because when he woke up and he talking to his mom about, you know, what's up, what's up, what's up, and all other shit, yep. this nigga jumps up and ran to the phone. No yep. pain, no yep. nothing. Yep. That nigga, I'm like, I didn't notice the first yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? To like second or third watch or whatever. I'm like, because I had to rush back. Like, yo, how long this nigga been faking? I'm going to tell you the other scene. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, this nigga. Because he just... Yeah. So now, granted, in that scene, it was a short distance. Yeah. So you might not catch it. The other scene, and y'all can y'all go replay this on your own. Um, when Aunt Louie and Aunt came to talk to him after they got out the hospital, well, after Auntie got out the hospital, when they come talk to him, tell him, "Hey, we want to do this shit on our own." Whoa, 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 whoa. At the end of that conversation, they're zoomed in on Auntie and Unc, right? Franklin speed walks out of there with an attitude behind him, and you won't notice it if you're not paying attention. Mm. That nigga walked smooth past him with an attitude leaving the club, dog. No cane, no nothing, no limp. That nigga walks directly past him, pissed off. Uh, that shit is wild. I want to talk <laughs> about this scene, but we'll wait. Yeah, we, yeah we're going we gonna to go back. So Franklin woke up. Sissy is there. He like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, nigga. Oh, my God, back at it again. So, sissy like, what's wrong? What's the problem? He like, fam, why the fuck are you even here? She was like, nigga, Alton told me you was here and you need a help. How long ago was He that? was like, how long ago? She like, maybe 30 minutes. That nigga like, oh, my God. Franklin finna have a heart attack, nigga. Frank got a concussion. Fam, he definitely got a concussion. Uh, I've been knocked out before. Yeah, same. By mistake. Now, mom was on purpose. It was a karate tournament. I fell off the garage. 
<laughs> okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was a kid, right? And there was a there was a nail in the garage and I threw my jump rope on the nail and I was like climbing the garage as if it was a mountain. And either the jump rope broke or the nail fell off and I fell, hit my head. Uh my granddad picked me up. He put me on like the little couch thing we had outside in the backyard and I took a nap. Okay. Now, okay. going to sleep after a head injury is the most dangerous shit you could do. It was early. Yeah. It was 80s. It was yeah, like, we ain't know. <laughs> we, we ain't know. know. Like, I think this was the afternoon. I woke up at 5 o'clock, 5.30 when my mama came to pick me up. Like, God I damn was, it. God <laughs> damn it. I was out of here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, No, being knocked out is is wild. Um, I just caught a wild-ass kick at a karate tournament, and uh, I looked up and was at Beaumont. <laughs> and that was just how that went. <laughs> I went from, like, Nova to Beaumont, Doug. But, um, Time traveling. Hey, it is what it is. But uh, no, Franklin woke up and once he realized what the fuck was happening and where the convo with him and his dad left off before he got knocked out, he like, oh my God. So he paged Teddy quick. Boom, boom, boom. Teddy called right back. He like, man, please tell me you ain't heard from my dad. That nigga said, I'm actually on the way to meeting right now. But he was like, out of respect for you, I'll tell you where we going to be at. Old meeting spot before yeah. you got shot up. Um... Cause I don't have to. Fam, I'm telling you I'm where to, you finna find your daddy body at. I'm nigga. about to clap this nigga. Your daddy finna hey. get his whole fro shot off. That nigga say, I'm just out of respect for you. Hey. I, I, I took my aviators with me. Hey. <laughs> you know like, hey, I may or may not put the gloves on. I don't know, nigga, but I this is where decided, we gonna be. You know what I'm saying? And um that nigga Franklin, like, oh my God. So he hang. Every face he made in this scene was, oh, my God. So he hangs up. Sissy, like, what is going on? Now think about this, dog. What? Like, just think about just think about how fucking wild this is, dog. Franklin's, um, Franklin's dad gets on the radio and blows my fucking cover. Right? He blows my fucking cover. Uh, then his dad gets in contact with me. And sets up sets up a meet. All this shit's supposed to be a secret, my nigga. I don't even know how your dad got pictures of me. Yep. All, all this shit's supposed to be a secret. He didn't stole your pager and got my fucking number. Like, and then Franklin brings his mom to meet the CIA nigga as well. Fam, how many people going to meet the to CIA? this point? <laughs> like, thinking all the way back to season one, Teddy knows Franklin, Aunt Louie. Know about him. He has an Avi and Gustavo. Four people know me, nigga. Now I know Franklin's whole family. <laughs> I know your mom. Fam. I know your dad. Fam. I know your auntie. Like, and this is the fucked up part. Your mama didn't even know me when I talked to you at the hospital the other day. And now she here when I'm finna kill her husband. Nigga, you are bringing your mother to a meet with the CIA. Fam. A meet where you know I'm about to execute your dad. This is beyond me, my Fam, nigga. Teddy was, Teddy can't get over the unprofessionalism <laughs> right now, nigga. And Teddy boss probably looking like, nigga, how the fuck is you letting this shit? Like, this is why your dumb ass got fired. This is literally why you're losing your job right now, which we got to talk about that in a minute, because I, I don't want rogue Teddy out in these streets, dog. Um, so they meet up. Fucking Teddy and Alton pull up to the spot. They pull up like 30 yards away, nigga. And uh, both of them get out their car, and they screaming from across the joint. Like, hey, you by yourself? Yeah, you? Yeah. And that nigga, he was like, hey, 
Fuck your mama. <laughs> like them two dogs. That me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> like, what's your name? Greg. Hey, Greg. And then fucking Alton pulls out the six shooter. He only got five left. That nigga look like, you all right over there, nigga? You look kind of, uh, you favoring he, your shoulder. He holding the six shooter weak as fuck. He got the oldest six shooter in the world, by the way. Um, Teddy got the gun in the door. Teddy hands is up. He looked like he not there to to have no smoke whatsoever. And he's just looking at Alton like, first of all, nigga, if you think that little weak-ass gun, you're going to hit me from over there You 100% in the dark. Him, like, come on, bro. With a, bad, with a, bum, with a bum shoulder, nigga. No. Come on, Alton. What? The, you about to let my son go. Nigga, what? Fam, what, what do Alton think the alternative is? Like, if Franklin, even if I said, okay, Franklin's out. Nigga. Your son was still named in this newspaper article by your friend, Irene Abe. By you. By you, who gave his name to Irene Abe and confirmed. And use your name. Nigga. Change your last Williams. And guess what? If if y'all don't have the motherfucking backing of the CIA, guess what? You're going to jail, nigga. And since you fucked everything up, I'm not sparing you. No. You're going to jail. And guess what? Just to keep my name out of it, you're going to die in jail. I'm going to make sure of it, dog. Like... There are just, I don't get what Alton's fucking mind was at at all, but they standing there back and forth. They going. And then Teddy was finally like sick of Alton shit. So he pulled his strap. And he, he like, all right. Well, this is when um, um, Sissy, Sissy and, and Franklin, um, Franklin pulled, up. pulled up. Yeah. And this nigga like, nigga, you bought your mom? Man. <laughs> it's not a field trip, my nigga. Like, dog, you got all these motherfuckers who know my, my real life. They know my face. They know my alias. They know our business. And like Alton, you up the strap first, my nigga. Facts, yeah, you, you made it. Strap first. You chose violence, and that's why we're here. Your mom jumps in there talking about. Um, so time out, time out. Let me let me say this. Okay. For episode ten, this shit was so intense the entire episode. Yeah. Fam, um, from literally minute one through the end, like it was intense. Um, when we wasn't sure. If Alton was gonna say everything he did on the news, yeah, it was intense when Scully popped up. Um, it was intense when they went out to to this scene where everybody got their guns pointed and Sissy got in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, is Teddy gonna try to shoot Alton and ultimately hit Sissy? Yeah, um, is I definitely thought they was gonna go away where Sissy got hurt. Yeah, yeah. or is Teddy gonna ultimately shoot? Alton and Franklin gonna shoot at him, and now yeah. there's gonna be a bit like it was just extremely it was tense. tense. But then in the middle of all of this, Scully made his way to the hospital. Super um, tense, man. Still shot. He bleeding from his stomach. He done pulled over in the alley. But Teddy puts a middle school tissue paper on his bullet wound. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, the kind you yeah, unroll, yeah like, you got to do that. The brown kind. Yeah. No. I'm you, like my, my nigga Scully hey, nigga. Come on. But, my nigga. Hey. That middle school papery uh chalky ass tissue paper that saved Scully life. That's what let me know Alton wasn't going to do shit in this <laughs> shootout cuz if that's all you did to Scully from 10 feet away, you're not going to do anything Scully to read. Scully shot a bunch of times this season. Scully came hey, into the doctor now. One hey, of them man. Times. He, he wouldn't leave the hospital when his daughter got hey, killed. Nah. But would not get any kind of medical contention for himself. So Scully fucking walks in on uh on Louie's room and she's in there alone when he walks in. Tense. And she wakes up thinking it's Jerome. And then when she catches it, it's whoo, the fear in her face, nigga. And he say, Where your man at? 
She was like, oh, he went home for the night. That nigga Scully, I'm not dumb. He looked right over in that corner, saw that jacket. He said, don't lie to me, dog. Don't lie to me. <sighs> Trying to respect you and only kill the motherfucker that killed my girl. Now, Snowfall kind of slick. Mm-hmm. In their trailers for the next week, they always make it appear one way and it's never that really way. Yeah. There is a scene that did not happen in any one of these episodes that they've been playing um, that I thought was going to happen. Okay. They played Unk walking through a funeral home. I mean, walking through the cemetery. It was daytime. Or through the morgue. Yeah. No, it was through the cemetery. Through the cemetery? Yes. Okay. Um, and they played it a couple weeks. So initially I thought that scene, it looked like it could be the day that Louis got shot. Gotcha. But that scene never happened. Because gotcha. he was in a, he was on the grass like walking by grave. Yeah, but he wasn't. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they played that in the yo on the in the this week's coming, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And that never happened. But because I saw that, I'm thinking like, this nigga about to kill Louie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's on rightfully so, he the one that actually killed your wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if ever there were poetic justice yeah. for a situation like that. Um and, and they just kept going back and yeah. forth and back. I'm like, I'm it's, on my You got Franklin, Teddy, Alton. With Sissy in the middle of they three guns. Then you got fucking Scully standing in the hospital with the gun pulled on Louie as she lay in the hospital bed. Then Unk comes to the room, unbeknownst that yeah. Scully's in there. Unk walks up. And it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute now. He, hey, pointed at me. Like, you know how Unk do. Like, you ain't going to hurt my girl. <laughs> he my, I shot your bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, he literally was like, hey, hey, shoot me. You want to shoot a nigga, shoot your bitch. I, hey, she ain't shoot your bitch. I shot her. Scully like, look. I'm going to shoot one of you motherfuckers. But then Unk noticed Scully bleeding bad. His blood coming out that nigga pants from that stomach shot. Yeah. So Unk just trying to talk to the nigga and Aunt Louie trying to talk to the nigga. And Aunt Louie hit him with some bars. I'm like, listen, man. you gonna Don't do not do this. If you want yeah. this shit to stop, because I, I, I kind of feel that you want this shit to stop. Yeah. If you kill me, my people going to come after your people. Your people going to come after my people. And they going to do it till there's nobody left. You know what I'm saying, and I mean, I think that's appealing to to, to Scully to yeah. enough to in let this him moment, not shoot. Yeah, he start thinking he wasn't really quick on the trigger, and then he Unk, just passes yeah. out. Well, Unk uh, reached out, smacked the gun out, and then Scully hit the floor. Too much blood loss. Too much blood loss. They don't show that Scully died or none. We I don't, don't know. I don't think he dies. I think Scully will be back next year, and I think they're going to play us on how to use him. Right? Because right now. We're thinking Scully was having this change of heart prior to Khadijah and his daughter getting killed. Any Well, prior to Khadijah getting killed. And then when he went out for revenge, he ends up almost dying after he gets this lesson from Aunt Louie. I feel like we really going to go into next season thinking like this nigga's like different in the mind. I don't know. He, he might start working with Franklin for all I know. He might. Or he might come back on some fucking, like... He might be on some Godfather Harlem type shit. It could be, which came back this week, by the way. Yeah, Um, just second week. Oh, this is week. I have literally no recollection of their time. Um, But I knew it was back. Um, But, yeah, I feel like they're going to, like, slow walk us into thinking that Scully is, like, different. And then that nigga's going to wind up being, like, on some crazy shit at the end. If this scene didn't happen, I can take the quote-unquote difference... But no, that nigga came on some, I came to your house to kill you. Yeah. And I came to the hospital to kill you. Now, just because he knocked a gun on my hand yeah. and I passed out because of blood loss, yeah. that don't mean I'm not on some killer yeah. shit still. Like, I, I think whenever we see Scully again, that nigga's still going to have murder on his mind, I feel like. Um, but I did kind of, 
I did kind of want somebody to die here, though. I 100%. I'm not going to lie. And I rewatched this episode uh, right before I came up here. Rewatching this, and I love Aunt Louie. I love her. She's from Detroit. Shout out to Angela. Um, I wanted Scully to kill her, or at least shoot her. If she didn't end up dying, she didn't end up dying. I feel like in her condition, she she would have died. But I wanted him to shoot her. And the reason being, when I was sitting there watching it, I was like, dog, if at some point with all these tense moments between the back and forth and the shootouts and all of I thought this is what Unka's got here, though. Because they made us love yeah. Unk so much this season. That could have happened. But I wanted I wanted Scully to ring off yeah. on one of them. If it was Auntie, it would have been more emotional because, damn, nigga, she was in the spittle and you just. But then if it was she Unk. She really wasn't involved in this season, though. Not much. Not much. Like, she got hurt early. It was. Yeah. They made us. They made the enduring emotional yeah. sides on, on Unk's part. Yeah, and then had had he shot Unk in that moment, not granted, he could have shot Unk, and Unk didn't necessarily have to die. Yeah. So that was another reason. Again, one of the when I'm when I'm looking at the small critiques I have for the episode, that was one of them. Is that those scenes, the buildups in the two quote shootout scenes, that there was never actually a shootout, and it was so tense that I felt like they missed a moment. That they could have had. Because had he shot Unk and Franklin came to that hospital later and motherfucking Unk was in the spittle, nigga, dog, it would have turned the whole shit on his head. But on the flip side, I'm not mad at yeah. how it happened. Um, juxtapose, uh, Sissy, them niggas like, well, how about if we just leave to um, go to Cuba? Like, nigga, you already didn't told on me, though. Yeah. I thought yeah. this shit was weird. And that's... And, like, and they kind of just, okay... We put all the guns down, and yeah. they went off. They got on the airplane. And then it was like, did Teddy put them on a plane? Like, it's just like CIA plane? Because how they on a PJ all of a sudden? Because I'm thinking like, okay, fine. Um, so while they waiting, I'm like, okay, they're going to get on a plane, and then on the plane, they're getting killed. Yeah, plane going to blow up. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for yeah. the plane to blow up in the sky. You know what I'm saying? Because even when Teddy asked Franklin, like, do you need to see them take off? I didn't think they was taking off. I'm like, yo, these motherfucking uh, stewardess finna walk up and pop these niggas. Guys. So uh, we, wa- I'm watching. Well, Dame came to the crib and we watched this shit at the- my crib and shit. And yeah. I'm like, I kept pressing pause. My like, nigga, it's it's 20 minutes left. Yeah, like this, fuck is going it, down. This a lot of time. And yeah. up until this point, nigga, I'm tense for 40 minutes. Literally, you know what I'm saying? Literally. I'm on my I'm on the edge of my seat for 40 minutes, and I can say I can say this confidently. I haven't seen. Um, a season finale that literally had me tense and on the edge of my seat for the entire thing. Yeah, like yeah. the entire thing. It was very effective with the with the tension and just with the the overall sort of like mood of the episode. It was the same from top to bottom. And um, when they got on that plane and they took off, I ain't going even that. They set up the emotion with Franklin and Sissy hugging goodbye or whatever. Uh, they set up the emotion, with, even with Alton saying, hey, nigga, I, all the shit we went through, I know you probably hate me and I fuck shit up, but I love you. Like, I was like, yo, this plane finna fucking blow up. Something finna happen, dog. And then, nope, them niggas just went on and jetted to Cuba. So I was like. I'm like, all right, something, something. Like, okay. like you said, something. when you look at that time, you know yeah, it ain't over. So Franklin head to the hospital to check on Louie and everything, yep. and he see blood out there and see the police, all that. They talking to Unc. He like, what the f- what's what's hey. up? And and Unc uh, like, uh, Scully came by here last night. Yeah. Franklin said Scully came here. I think it was like, yeah, Louie talked him down. 
he he should been like, yeah, we we had we had a shootout at the crib. Uh, I shot I shot the nigga in the stomach and shit. Yeah, like yeah, he didn't get that nigga Unk no background. Yeah. Like yeah, he was I looking think that kind of would have changed a little bit. Yeah, because Unk also in this moment looks very like. Again, we talk about Unk's tone changes and all that throughout the season, but it was moments over the last two episodes. You remember how he was acting toward Louis? Yeah. On the episode where they go to Arkansas. That's the attitude he giving Franklin now. For sure. Like, and uh, Unc looked at him like, yeah, Louie talked him down. And that nigga said, Louie talked Scully down? Nigga said, yeah. And he was like, let me uh, let me go in there and talk to her. And nigga Unc said, nah, she don't, she don't really want to talk right now. Get yeah, a nigga the, the head to the Yeah. Man. Oh, because he had just said, um, he had said, well, look, when all this shit blows over, we got to talk figure out, you know, things moving forward and what that mean for us and da 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 and that nigga Unk was like, Yeah, yeah right now ain't the time, nephew. And then he was like, All right, well let me go in there and say hi to Louie. That nigga she ain't trying to talk to nobody. And that nigga Franklin gave him the neck look like, All right, fam, like is it am I missing something or are we kinda tense right now, nigga? So um let's get to it. So then, you know, they at this they at the at the at the uh club. At the club. They come through, club looking nice, the whole yep. yards. Auntie out in. the hospital, she fly as hell. She walk in there with the sweatshirt with the fur on the arm. She sit down, unk help her get comfortable. Franklin like, how you feeling? She like, tired, sore. But I ain't got to tell you, though, because you know, nigga, shit. Literally. It was me. Yeah. It was literally me a few months back. They had that little laugh and shit. And then she like, club look nice. He like, yeah. Unk, Jerome told me business been steady. He like, yeah. Everything cool, and then the nigga. We also don't know how long this time jump is. Facts, facts. And then uh, Jerome, whole time he holding a duffel bag. Auntie looked at him. Nigga Jerome was like, "All right." He walked up on Franklin, nigga, unzipped the duffel, sat it down. Nigga said, "Look, we'll pay twelve a key." So this the part I'm fu- I'm like, I'm upset. Okay. I'm upset. Okay. Um, I'm upset, dog. I I, I don't understand this part. It, it was they flipped the whole switch, man. They, now, if y'all came and like this is what I thought was gonna be. Here's some money. Okay, we out the game. That's what I thought they were doing at first too. I'm like, a, I'm I can understand that part. Um, but you say, yo, we want to give, we want to buy your dope at a discount. Yep. Um, and do our own thing. And this nigga like, nigga to sell to my customers. Yeah. Um, they made a point like, well, nigga, you said you want to wholesale, right? Nigga, your customers are other drug dealers, not literally, not, not the drug sellers. Yeah. Nigga, yeah. So, I mean, to an extent, yo, I get that, but like, no, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, cause, cause, unk, you was just telling Louie, why the fuck is we doing this yeah. shit? We got all the money. Now you just telling me, now y'all want your own operation. Like, so, on, bro. if that's the case. We don't mind all the drama and everything. We just don't want to report. You don't like me. Yeah. Because that's it's basically feeling, what you're And the way is, that this tension between me and you over the last few days feels, this this personal. Yeah, like, you don't like me. Yeah, you got an issue with how I run shit. Like, my nigga, what do you think you're going to, first and foremost, how do you think you couldn't handle all this shit that we went through? And then Franklin told him that. He said, yo. Y'all niggas can't do this shit on your own. And Aunt Louie was like, actually, we did the whole time you was hurt. He was like, and then you came begging me to get back in the game because you couldn't handle it. And then she switched the subject. 
and then she started throwing out the other stats. Well, uh, shit. Well, we set up fucking uh, Little Rock. Yeah, but you we, do, but you doing that in my name. Though. Yeah, it's different. Like I'm not dead out here. You know, I'm still yeah. alive. I still got connections. Niggas not fucking with you, not because you Louis Lou. We don't give a fuck about you. You're not doing it because of yeah. of the shit that we put together. Niggas fucking me. Niggas fucking with me, my work, my connect, my plug. Like, if, if 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 that's the case, well, fine. How about you two? Y'all can go out and do your own thing under me in Detroit, in yeah. St. Louis, in Arkansas, and everything. You don't want to be associated with the family? Because then she goes, um, look, we came to you so we can keep the fucking the plug in the family, but if you don't want to sell to us, nigga, we can find another way. So then it's like, damn, you giving me the ultimatum. And then Unc like, yeah, we'll do 12 G's a key, which is more than what you paying. So figure that's fair. Like, I don't. Y'all niggas ain't give me no choice. Um, Like, I don't like it. And you, we'll give you a couple of days to think on it. Like, who, hey. the, who the fuck is you niggas talking to? And then, like I said, y'all go watch this scene again. Because as soon as motherfucking all of this ends, they zoomed in. They right on Unc and Auntie. That nigga Franklin beelines behind them, dog. No cane, no nothing. And when I saw that, so it took me a minute to notice the one you saw. Yeah. That was like my second or third watch. But the very first episode I watched of this finale, when I saw him beeline, I was like, that nigga was moving clean as hell, dog. Now, now this is a time hop, though. Facts. Because Louis just got shot. Yeah, yeah. This was like a couple days later. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, it's like two days it's at later. At least a few days. Yeah. I mean, like when she was the Nate, when yeah, Scully yeah. popped up the whole nine, like she's the, yeah. it, it only, we were talking about, she got shot that night. Yeah. Uncle, Uncle was trying to go over there the next day the is next, when we yep. killed, um, we killed Man, man Boy, and, boy. Yep. and then the next night after that is when all this Teddy shit happened. Yeah. So you've been in the hot, you out the hospital. It's been longer than three days. Yeah. So this yeah. this is a time hop, right? Yep. So Franklin is probably this is when Franklin is probably okay, but he's yeah. still fronting like he not. Hey, Kaiser Soze, man. Yeah. Um, and then time hop. We flip down to Cuba. We down there now, Sissy and Alton. Living in their motherfucking life. We don't know how long they've been there again, but we know they've been there for a minute. They know this little markets and shit. They be walking past. Alton wakes up, do a little stretch, morning yawning. He looking around for sissy. He don't see her. Stretch now, up a morning yawning. A little bit of me when he first woke up and didn't see her. I'm like, oh, shit. Something is sissy, wild. Is sissy dead? Something wild. I, I really was like, something finna be wild. Or is there, is there a Dear John letter on it? Or Dear Jane or Dear John so, letter? Along those lines of her potentially leaving a dear John, I'm thinking if she isn't there, she knows something's about to happen. But whole time she was there. We just didn't see her at first. She was in the kitchen making that nigga some coffee. Um, and she was all dressed up, ready to go to the market. So he like, damn, why you dressed up looking fine as this? Nine in the morning, nigga fuck around too. She like, hey. That market we walked past the other day, I'm about to go down there, man. I'm, she got her sundress on. She just, Sissy looked happy as we've ever seen Sissy. Dog. I'm so confused at this moment. And I was like. Let me tell you why I'm confused. Okay. Alton, nothing changed. Mm-mm. Why are you so happy and content yeah. being in Cuba? Your son is still selling drugs. Yeah. Your, your community is still being ravished. Now you living in paradise, reading a book, about to eat breakfast with your wife. Alton, how did you let up? On your on your, how did you ease up on the on the? Why didn't you just do this at the first time and just get out the country and don't fam, have nothing to do with it? Cause, fam, 
was fucked up. Go back two seasons, y'all never had to lead a country. Franklin just said, move. Just get out of fucking South Central. That was this season after he got into it with, uh, with Scully. That's been and like three boy. straight seasons. And he's like, yo, we got to move. Hey. Some shit went down tonight. And blah, blah, blah. like, I'm not leaving this house. Like, And it's like, fam, y'all didn't need to go to Cuba. We literally just wanted to move y'all out the hood so a nigga like Scully couldn't walk up in the crib with the salt off. That was all I wanted. Now, y'all niggas is all the way down in Cuba. And like you said, nothing's changed with the operation. I'm still doing exactly what I was doing. So you didn't, re- you did all that for what? What's up with that switch in, in uh, Sissy Hips? Sissy walked out of that bitch like she was ready to pop that ass for a goon, nigga. She walked out like she just got dick. She was fucking bopping, You nigga. hit that morning. You hit the morning joint. Fam. When she go to work, she is in a great mood. She's switching them hips. Fam, hold up. No, I got to find the motherfucking song, dog. Because. I'm thinking like, what the? I'm th- and then of course I'm thinking like oh she's setting this nigga up. Nah, Sissy came out like hey hey hey. No, Sissy was ready to rock them hips, nigga. Yeah, I've never seen anybody walk out of a room like that in my life. That was one of the most unnatural things I've ever seen. I was like swinging the purse too. She is she was working that mug. But also, that's too happy of an emotion. Something evil was going to happen. One hundred and this TV. Even if you just look at the genuineness in her smile, like when he noticed her when he finally stretched and sat up, she was just so happy and ecstatic. She looked too free in that moment. Um, she looked too relaxed. And then she told him when she leaving out, she like, it's coffee on the stove. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Alton gets up, goes, pours his coffee, sits down, reads Spook that sat by the door, got his got his book, got his coffee. Excellent movie, by the way. Old time movie. Excellent uh, movie, excellent book. book. For sure. He's chilling, though. Why are you chilling? And that was, he was doing what Sissy's was emoting, like, you're so relaxed and like, we're finally free. And so where's this freedom coming from, bro? So def, time has must definitely have passed yeah. where they feel comfortable. Cause you too comfortable. You only Alton, the fact that you sitting at the fucking breakfast table, drinking coffee, reading a book and it ain't a blicky right there just to have right there. You ain't gotta be on edge, but the blicky should be by the newspaper, nigga. My nigga, I live a normal ass life. The blicky's all over my house. Jay's <laughs> never not more than a foot away from the blicky at all times. Like, it's just not a thing. And Jay don't have a CIA after him. Not that I know of. Not an enemy that he knows of, at least, nigga. But Alton ass sitting there and he fucking relaxed and calm and chilling. And then he hear the door. He's so chilling. He don't even turn around when he hear the door. That nigga just, Assume he say, season. what you forget? <laughs> to kill you. That nigga, it was dead silence when he said that. And all you seen was Teddy Glove and them aviators, nigga. Bitch, you know what the fuck going down, dog. Blue blockers, nigga. Man. Huh. So again, some they, they did over the last two episodes now. Well, they killed a lot of niggas, and we saw it in episode nine, but they've still done this over the last two out of the last three. They don't show what happens, nigga. Like, Alton's out of here, though. Alton's 
definitely out of here. I, Teddy will never leave you. There's there's no alive. reason for me to come back months later to threaten you again. Yeah, and I'm just Teddy. I'm again. I'm probably the biggest sociopath on this bitch. I don't need you fucking up this mission that I put my entire life into. And the only reason I didn't kill you the last time was because your fucking man's brought your mom, your wife. Like I ain't want to kill you in front of all. Like it would have been a lot. And Franklin could have shot me. Um, and I didn't want that. I, or and if Franklin would have shot at me, I would have had to kill Franklin. Yeah. And I have no idea. And then my, drugs, my whole shit. And, then- and I also don't want Franklin a hundred percent knowing that I did this. Yeah. Because. Even if he thinks it is one thing. It could be anybody from the But if I had done this in front of him and he didn't want me to do this, now I gained an enemy. Now I got to get into it with Franklin and we might have an issue. But you getting shot over here, who the fuck knows what happened? Um, He can't guarantee that. So we talking with uh, Franklin and uh, Leon. Mm. I'm talking about. It's a great scene, by the way. Talking about what should happen. Yeah. Because uh, Franklin's telling Leon what happened with Aunt Louie and Aunt. Mm-hmm. Like, and Leon gave him some game. He was like, yo, nigga, my opinion, do what they asking you to do. And he was like, nigga, if nothing else, even if, yeah, you making a couple less dollars because they doing their own thing and not working for you, but nigga, they'll respect you. And I was like, damn, this all Leon been wanting from Franklin the whole time. Like, Though when 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 he, when Louie and them brought that up, he brought up like, oh, so you gonna end up like fucking like Leon, yeah, like Leon. Which was funny because the first time I watched this, I thought that was Leon in the background, so I was like, damn, you just gonna hold that nigga Leon right in front of I his face? I ain't Leon. Yeah. And I don't know if you cut for this um, shit out here. I don't huh? know if you as smart as Leon, nigga. Like, don't just get hype just because Auntie on your side, like, because you knew some old school crit yeah, niggas. Like, that don't mean nothing. No, nigga. Oh, ooh, y'all used to bodybuild, nigga. Fuck out of here. But. How do you connect to young niggas? Yeah. Because it's a young man game. And Leon was like, look, man, really they on the same shit I was on. They trying to do their own thing. They don't necessarily know whether it's going to work or not. He was they, like, if they fuck up, they, if they come fuck back. up, they come back. But if they make it and you make a couple extra dollars, they going to respect, or you making a couple less dollars, they going to respect you. And that's all you could ask at the end of you the day. You know what I thought about at this particular moment? I, talk, I thought about uh, three letters that came from Detroit uh, that split up. And turned into three numbers um, that came from Detroit. Um, mm. And these two brothers um, kind of went their separate ways, but they were still connected. And it was one of those sides that brung down the whole everything. Okay. So if Louie and Unc go off and they do their thing and get caught up, Franklin, you're coming down with it. Because these people are connected to you. We, You running a criminal enterprise, my nigga. Yeah. Y'all not as smart as me. Yeah. Y'all not gonna have the y'all not gonna cover y'all tracks as much. Nope. The whole nine yards. And if y'all go down, I go down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then in the middle of all that, nigga Leon say. Yeah, I know this ain't the time, you know. I I I ain't trying to throw no extra shit on your plate right now, but I kinda don't wanna sell this shit no more neither. No, he, he said I am kind of tired of it all. Yeah. He tired of all this shit. And I understand. Hey, man, I killed a little girl, dog. And he ain't did nothing violent since. Mm-mm. Because I don't want to. Even when Unc put a gun in his lap. Yep. He called Frank. I don't want to go there no more. I'm I'm officially over all this shit. I got as fucked up as a, a PTSD setup as I could ever have in my life, nigga. I'm through. And I really want to get out the game if we being perfectly honest. 
That nigga Franklin looked dead at Leon and was like, "I listen, <laughs> I one hundred percent feel Franklin." Dog, uh, Franklin didn't give a fuck. He said, "He said, not, nah, nah, nah. now look uh, here, okay." Uh, <coughs> excuse. I went against everybody for you, my nigga. When the police man. wanted you, I hid you. Man. When Scully wanted you, I hid you. When Manboy wanted you, yeah. I hid you. When Louie and Unk wanted to turn you in and have me come over here and kill you, I protected you. I went. I put everything on the fucking line. I put all this shit, and then you're going to tell me you ready to go? No. I'm going to situate them two niggas. I'm going to bring you in the fold, and we're going to be a fucking family, and that's it. Man. Sociopath. That nigga, Franklin. I don't lit- know that he letting Unk and Louie leave. I don't know that. Dog. He should, cause I don't want niggas in the game who don't want to be here, cause that's gonna fuck everything up. But I don't know that he's about to let niggas just go. He yeah. said I'm gonna get them in line. He gonna probably do some shady shit to them to make them not be able to leave. Yeah. Um. And he not letting. He not letting it, dog. Fam. Leon said he was tired of doing everything, and he was sick of all that shit. And Franklin legit was like. Yeah, that's what's up. Anyway, um, and that let me know right there. Yeah, yeah, whatever, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> that literally let me know right there that I, right, Lee, you you in this shit, dog. And, hey, Franklin made valid points, yo, because for you specifically, we ain't talking about on and, and Unk. Leon, for you specifically. Nigga, I wouldn't have found somebody to take the fall for you, my nigga. My nigga... I legit put my entire career, quote, on career. I put the whole business. I put the whole family. I put my life. I put my reputation on the street. I put everything on hold for you. All that shit was on the line for you, bro. Nigga, we could have been smooth this shit up. I could have turned you in, Scully. My nigga, could have turned you in to everybody from the Crips to the Bloods to the Cops. I literally could have put you on the line for any of these niggas, and I didn't. So one thing you do that nobody else do is owe me, nigga. <laughs> like, and sorry, now ain't the time to get out the game when I just told you that I'm going to need the projects more than ever now because I'm losing whatever the fuck Unc and Auntie do, nigga. And since you so wise, get you a nigga who, who yeah. can act out a buffer where you don't got to Yeah, if you no. want to stay closer to my side than the projects and actually selling this shit, I get it. If you want to stop creating enemies and stop being in shootouts and shooting little girl, I get it. But nigga, you ain't going nowhere. This nigga talking about I've always been wise. Nigga, no the fuck. Nah, you haven't. Nigga you, ain't you made, made a wise decision. This is your first wise thing you've said and <laughs> since you told me to beat up the nigga in jail. You ain't yeah. said shit since season two, nigga. Yeah. Um, and then final scene. Final fucking scene, dog. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we just see Mel. I'm saying more tense sessions. Man. So tense yep. in Cuba. Yep. Tense with uh, Leon and Franklin. Leon and Franklin. Yep. And now super tense. We just all of a sudden fucking hear, thanks, Miss Mel. And we in a school in Texas. And I said, what the fuck? Where did Mel come from, bro? Uh Mel volunteering down at the school, helping with the kids. We don't know what she do exactly, but she down there. She cleaning up this classroom. And then all of a sudden we hear, hey, Mel. Nigga. (laughs) 
Mel Face was great, dog. Shout out to that actress. I can't think of her name right now, but she froze the fuck up when she heard Franklin voice, dog. And I loved every minute of it. Cause nigga, what? Franklin, why you down in Texas, dog? You down in Odessa with the bullshit. So that nigga Franklin walks in and he like, hey, how you doing? You alright? I'm like, that's what's up. He being sociopath as fuck right now, nigga. Franklin had literally, out, he out his mind at this point. Mel don't know what to do. She don't know why he there, what to expect. Like, she don't know. And Franklin just talking regular. Like, you been all right? I went to your auntie crib. She told me I could find you here. She like, yeah, I volunteer down here a couple days a week. That nigga was like, that's what's up. It's good to find purpose. Like, Nick, Franklin's out of his fucking mind, dog. Um, but I know that you were real f- cool with uh, this reporter. Yeah, your friend Irene, right? So I wanted you to come down here and let you know personally that, um, you know, she died in a car accident, you know. Um, it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I knew you had, you had been talking to her and all that. And then the nigga went on and let her know, like. Like, you know, you shooting me in the back. I know you was going off that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was just going to let sleep. Said you was on that pipe. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that you went and talked about my business with somebody else that really ended up fucking everything. You know, I just can't, I just can't live with that. Um, so she was like, um, so you killed her car accident. <laughs> said, no, nah, she died in a car accident. Like I said, yeah, in a car like, accident. Calm down. But if there's anything that you want to say to me, get that shit off your chest right now because I swear this the last fucking time. I'm like, yo, this nigga yeah. gonna kill her. I thought he was gonna kill her. Then he goes into, um, well, all right then, Franklin, you be man enough. Did you kill my father? Now this was a. I like this because. That's the thing that's tormented Mel since she shot Franklin. She never 100% knew because she was in the height of her drug use when Franklin killed her dad and everybody said he committed suicide. The coroner even confirmed it. They said the angle was everything pointed to suicide. Yeah. Except I just don't believe it. She ain't believe it. And obviously we know she was right. I mean, your dad, he getting disciplined at work. Yeah. His daughter is on fucking drugs. His daughter's on drugs. Uh, Um, Bills is piling up. And then, hey, one thing we know of all the professions in the world, police kill themselves at a higher rate than any other job in the world. So everybody was cool with suicide except for Mel and the white partner, uh, Andre's partner. So she tell Franklin, she like, dog, Put me on my misery, nigga. Just once and for all, I never bring this shit up again. I don't even care, but you just got to tell me the truth, nigga. Did you kill my dad? That nigga Franklin looked her in the eye. Yeah, whatever, motherfucker. It was like, all right, I'm about to be out, baby. I'll see you. It's good seeing you, Mel. Nigga, he is leaving her fucked up in the head, And then pause. Pause on his way out. Never turn around. Nigga, pause. Set that damn cane. Put that cane on the chair. He had his he had his uh 1911 mm-hmm. in, his, in his waistband the whole time. He had his gun in his waistband the whole time. And he had on a uh footlocker bomber. That bitch was brand new. He just bought that. So he paused, put his cane down, thing like this nigga about to turn around, shoot this bitch in the head. Dog. And then just walks off without nope. his cane. That nigga put that cane down, nigga, and took the fuck off. Nigga, man. that was an Olivia Pope walk off. 
You know what I'm saying? I was waiting for the music to start. Like, yo, like, yo. Niggas was like, dog. That super, was one of the fucking super tense moment. And then you like And then he just walked off. Like, yo, this nigga been faking. He just walked off. Kaiser fucking Soze. And then you be like, well, how long he been faking? Because if niggas think I'm weak, they're gonna react like I'm yeah. weak. And I'm really playing. And the whole the time I'm playing strength. niggas. And now that you realize that was the 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 move in this scene, it got you wondering, how long has this been this nigga's MO, dog? Has he been playing these niggas forever, nigga? Like because when did Franklin Hill, nigga? My man from North Korea, uh, Kim Jong Un. That's what he did. Hey, he faked his Kim death. Kim Jong Un went on and died on these niggas just and to see who I was, see hey. who all had shit to say what? when I was quote unquote That's crazy. sick and dead. Now watch me come back. Now what you were saying, my nigga? Hey. Remember that shit you said when you thought I was out of here? Franklin's a fucking dictator, dog. Franklin's a Korean, a South Central Korean dictator, bro. Oh man, and he killed an Asian woman. <laughs> Stop Asian hate, my nigga. That's Teddy. That's the CIA. You know what I'm saying? They passed the bill yesterday. So, like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm going to let this shit rock in the background. Um, Final thoughts on the finale, man. What you rank? Two buffs, nigga. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was easily two episodes of just straight buff. Yo, I'd be honest. White stick. Yo, we've given more white stick episodes to this season than any other season. Like, this is the best yeah. season, right? Fam, season four. Yo, real quick. Um, salute to everybody involved in putting season four together uh, posthumously with, with John Singleton passing. We all went into it wondering. How is it going to work? How's the direction going to be the script? Knew be we knew it was going to be good because of what was set up, right? When you got a good base. Well, I just seen some, a whole bunch of behind the scenes and how the seasons two and season three was. Yeah. I'm not saying that, like, John wasn't involved. Yeah. But it was so many people involved. Yeah, that, like, it's, it's a lot. And then, obviously, the actors bring it all together. Yeah. Um, the the scenes bring it all together. The sets, the designs, the everything. All that shit is, is brought together by a lot of people. But... They did a phenomenal job. How many seasons season, you see? Um, great question uh, from Rob Silver earlier. I see max two more. Yeah. I, I can't see them. Granted, if it ended next season, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be mad. Because they can easily wrap this story if they want to with a season. But max, I could see them getting two more. After season six, just stop. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even want them to go beyond a season like, six. And, to be perfectly honest, you go to after four. Yeah, I I mean you don't have a bad season yeah. at all. So um, after episode five, if, yeah. I mean if season, season five. five is solid all the way through, you yeah. goaded like and you, you in there with like the top of the top. Right now they're on a streak, seasons two, three, and four, of all ten episodes being phenomenal, nigga. Like yeah. yo your worst episode is like an eight out of ten for three straight seasons, nigga. That's just that doesn't happen, man. What they're doing over there, um. I don't know if Snowfall's ever gotten any like Emmy consideration or it gotta it, be dog. Um, Come on, but man. what they just did with season four, like at this level, and I would think it from season three, but after season four, I'm really looking at it now. Like I, I want to like if if it's not because of just pure acting, yeah, like because Unk killed this season, yeah, facts. Franklin killed this season, facts. Shout out Scully to both of them. killed this season, facts. Um, if if they don't get off pure acting, I'm talking about cinematography. Something. I'm talking about screenplays. Something. I'm talking about like they working the production over there, of the actual show. Yeah, and on, you know what, man? music. Not just that, 
but the fact that this is on FX, FX is a, a a network that wins a lot of these TV awards, nigga, for Pose and American Horror Story and uh, American Crime and all these other fucking shows that they got on FX, Mayans and uh, all this shit. Like, FX has a ton of great television shows that do get the recognition. So I'm hoping after this season, if they haven't before, that Snowfall definitely gets the recognition it deserves. Um, Ten phenomenal fucking episodes one of the better finales I've seen of a show in a while. Most mm. shows, that ninth episode is usually the penultimate one, and then you get to the finale and it kind of feels like a downer. That didn't happen to me. I saw a few people say the finale was a letdown and episode nine was day finale. Y'all niggas, I don't know what y'all was watching, but run it back because that finale was phenomenal, dog. The emotion I had watching that shit, it was so tense the whole time. It, like, literally. Yeah, I from was, the opening minute, bro. I was literally, not a joke, no. Some people say literally and don't mean and literally. Be bullshit. I was literally on the Figured edge of my seat. Like Fam, I was on the edge of my seat. Before the fucking episode from the hospital, I sent this nigga Jay the trailer to the episode, and it was the scene from uh, Alton at the radio station. And I didn't even know that that was obviously going to take place within the first few minutes of the episode. But that scene was tense enough alone ahead of the episode that I was like, Nigga, if this what we finna get, and then we got that for a full hour, nigga, for one straight hour, man. Now, I mean, I gotta wait a year. You gotta wait a year, man. We shit, maybe more. Who knows how? I mean, I'm hoping production and all that is opening back up and niggas can get shit done. But creatively, man, I just I really want them to continue because what we saw with this season, we waited almost two full years. We, we clearly know that um, old girl is coming back. For season five, facts that um that uh Chalupo nigga uh, yep. I can't think of his name. the one Gustavo's looking Gustavo's for Gustavo's um, looking for he's yeah. coming she'll be back um, we got a some, new plug coming something's coming with Teddy yeah um something is gonna happen with Avi yep um clearly Franklin and 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 um uh Arkansas is gonna pop other yeah. cities are gonna pop yeah also um the guy who OD'd outside. Remember? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His kid, I, said, ago, yep. I said, yo, that's a, like, he like a legit yeah, yeah, actor. actor. Yeah. He is the menstrual person, the black face that was in the movie, I mean, the series They. Okay. That's the that's the face that the black dude. Them? Them. No, got you. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Them. got you, got you, got you. Um, But that was him. Got you. He was one. He he had the black face, and he made the, him do all the other stuff. Okay, like he's a legitimate he actor. Yeah, he's not like some random person. I just have a feeling that that person and that character, because there was no reason that we focused that they on highlighted him, that. Yeah, he's going to have a bigger impact in probably season five. Hey man, I also think Mel will have a, a much larger impact in yeah. season five. Um, I don't think that there was because uh, all the a mistake having her on episodes one and ten. Yeah. Beginning and end, they bookmarked her, and I think she'll be back in episode or season five. All this 100% happened because of Mel. Yeah. Um, fucking phenomenal, dog. Snowfall, man. Y'all did it again. FX, y'all did it again. Damson Idris, man. Easily the fucking best drug dealer on TV right now, um, which is a wild thing to say, but it's happening. Uh, okay, you niggas three hours, dog. We just gave y'all a podcast that I didn't intend to give y'all. I plan on getting out of here in about an hour, man, but y'all got three. Um, appreciate all the love Appreciate all the support Appreciate the patience As we get this out I'm not posting Nothing on the socials So y'all gonna get This shit straight raw Tomorrow um, We'll see who listen We'll see who Who really tuning in And who was really Waiting on this review um, 
ain't gonna tell y'all we'll be back next week for show. I'ma just tell y'all we'll be back because we ain't never going nowhere, man. So then I'm Ant Wood. That's Jay Johnson. This week in culture, episode 161. We back.